there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I'm your host, Travis. And I'm Chris. And thank you for joining us for another episode. Wait a minute. What? It's 2019. Right. And That's... we're still on the air. Uh, For right now, yeah. Ah, uh, high three. Uh, why are we high three in this? I don't know. I just surprised made it this long. Oh, yeah. Next... I thought 100 was like, nice. Yeah. Well, we, we've been over that. Yeah. I think. Last, I think we talked about that last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, the last episode, our 100th episode. Um, I think I, I thought it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it turned yeah, out really good. I heard it like four times. Did you? Yeah, oh, that's a good percentage of the listeners that we got for it. <laughs> um, no, it's it's good though. Uh, and uh, if you listeners out there have uh, listened to it, you enjoyed it, give us some feedback, and also share it and tell other people to check it out too. We greatly appreciate yeah. it. We welcome negative feedback also, as long as you give us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? I don't know if that... Uh... I don't know. You know what? I'm going to try that as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> These guys stink. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> we're number one next week. <laughs> Must smell good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, this one, this episode that we're doing right now was actually the one that was going to be our 100th, 100th episode, mm-hmm. which is our year in review, 2018. Um, it is 2019, like you said. Um, but we're still in January, so I think that still yeah. counts. I think that that uh, gives us some time to catch up on stuff we might have missed in 2018, or just try not to admit that we've been lazy. And... No, well, so like, the, not to jump ahead, one of the first movies I saw this year was a movie that came out towards the end of 2017, Shape of Water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but that, that's, yeah. So that's, we have, that's, so, that's, that's, that's like before 2018 and after 2018. Yeah. It's like two things we're not talking about right now. No, but that's why we have the extra <laughs> month. Because we normally record the end of the year right. at the end of the year when it's still the same year. Yeah. So if you don't, like if you see, if there's a movie that comes out that weekend, if you don't watch it. But. Well, that's kind of why we did that last episode mm-hmm. with the Bumblebee, Aquaman, and Spider-Verse movie. Because I, um, those were really good movies. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to just like cram all that or just mix it in with everything else that it we're going to be talking its, about. It deserved its time. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, normally when we do these uh, year in review episodes, I just try to break down the, the 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 basics of you know nerd culture stuff. You know, like the best movies, TV shows, video games. That's the gist of it, really. And then other stuff like maybe some news things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's pretty much it. So um, I know you. As far as the TV side of things, you haven't really watched a whole lot of... Mm, very little. Yeah. Very, very little. We used to go back and forth with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So, Walking Dead for 2018, mm. something happened in this this 2018, which is kind of a big deal for as far as Walking Dead fans go. Yeah. They finally... this. Oh yeah, the, he was whispering, folks. I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but be, I don't care about that part. <laughs> oh, uh, the other thing that happened. Uh, oh, what's his face is quote unquote dead. Yeah, uh, Rick Grimes. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Lincoln. He finally after this is the eight what eighth season right? Eight and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So he finally said, "You know what? I've I've, I've had enough. I'm going back to England with my family. Deuces." Yeah. That's pretty much how it went down. So they wrote him off of the show, which a lot of people, myself included, a lot of people that I know said this show begins and ends with Rick. 
Mm-hmm. Um, after the after I've I've well, heard I've heard this. now the, the track where that they were yeah. going now the, they killed off Carl. You would yeah. think you can groom Carl as the next Rick, right? Um, the little girl now, Judith, she's grown up because they did the time jump, right? So they could be trying to install all that in Judith. Maybe. I think they will. They yeah. could. Yeah. Can they pull it off? Eh, we I don't, don't see yet. how that. I don't see how the hat's still sticking around. I know, after right? After all the years, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so should we say? I guess I'll say. I'll I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll pause for a second and I'll say just in case there's new new listeners out there. Uh, spoiler alert! Oh God, Walking <laughs> well, Dead's been out for for like months already. No, no, no spoiler alert. Well, for, for going forward, for everything okay, else, yeah, for everything uh, else. Well, yeah. we we try not. Well, I try not to spoil too many things. But this guy over here, he just he doesn't give a shit. All right. So, but I was like I was saying, I was one of those people that says, uh, once he leaves, I'm done. I'm done with Walking. A lot of people were were had given up on that show regardless. Like mm-hmm. it was already the ratings have been dropping like crazy yeah. the last few years. This ain't the 17, 18, 19 million viewers an episode that it used to do. Used to be. No, no. We're, we're back down to Four some, of the, low, yeah, some of the yeah. lowest numbers it's had. Four and five, still good. It's, yeah. Compared to a show, but dang. Yeah. And you, you could probably just chalk that up to being a fad or something. Fatigue. And, and it's just a... Possibly better shows that are out there. Well, yeah. And the, the whole complaint that I think the majority of people who have given up on the show was... Uh, where is this going? It's not going anywhere. They're doing the same shit. They're just talking and not nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, so far we're like the first half of season eight. I, I think they're starting to turn that around a little bit. They have a new showrunner this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they announced it ahead of time. Hey, that Andrew Lincoln, he's leaving. Prepare yourself, you know. And they they told us ahead of time. And then it turns out that he's gonna they're they're, they're gonna make movies with Andrew Lincoln, right? A spinoff of what he's doing because he, he they said it was the last episode. It looks like he's gonna die. Oh, he didn't die. No, so no. there's more going on. Yeah, and I got I gotta say, uh, from the way they handled the exit of him off the TV show, I think they did a pretty good job of it. I mean, the story storyline wise, um, in in the not the pacing but the structure of how they showed us. He got blown up on a bridge or whatever. Uh, he was found. I don't know how he survived. But they, a helicopter came down, took him away, and then we cut to five years later or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad how all that worked out because we don't have to deal with the, the morning and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, and they, they think yeah. he's – they all think he's dead. And we're cut to five years, and we don't have to worry about that. We're off to the races on a whole new storyline. The Whisperers, like mm-hmm. you uh, said earlier, they're in there. Surprisingly, it's been, I don't want to say like must-see TV, but it's actually... They turned it came the, back from it, the dead? Oh, my ah! God. Oh, my God. Somebody had to go there. Good night, everybody. We'll see you in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, and then plus they they left it open for the the, the movies that you said that he's going to be in. Um, they could, that those movies can take place right where the series left off for him. The gap in the middle, and yeah. we don't have to worry about the other cast members. It could mm-hmm. be him as a solo, and whatever corporation or company or whoever grabbed him up and, and took him. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. So that all that worked out pretty good. Now I think I have to you have to give credit to the new showrunners on that one. I think mm-hmm. they. They did the best they could, given the circumstance, for what they're. So, doing. are you optimistic? Are you looking forward to? Are you ready to watch the second half season premiere? They got when it comes. They got my curiosity. 
They uh, more so than what they did the, the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Because the last couple of seasons, they've they've ended those mid-seasons and the end of the season kind of in cliffhangers. Yeah. Instead of rounding out the stories like they yeah. did the first three or four seasons. Yeah. So they have the stuff with the whispers. They have Negan's in the background doing some, just whatever he's doing. Pulling some strings. Now, the other cast members, like uh, Maggie, Lauren Cohen, she's supposedly gone for now, but she's going to be coming back. She's off the credit scene. Like, she's not mm-hmm. even in the credits anymore. And they kind of written her off. Like, sh- she's there, but she's not there. Like, mm-hmm. she's out... Wonder or something. I don't know. And now the other one, the guy that plays uh, Jesus, mm-hmm. Tom Payne, I think, he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, they killed him off in the mm-hmm. mid-season finale. But he asked for his release because they weren't doing anything with him. Yeah. So this is one of those things where you have all these negatives of these cast members leaving and the fan... And we don't know how much longer Denai Garai's going to be there because, you know, she's making she's that Marvel that, money. She got that Marvel money, baby. Um, Oscar nominated money. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to go there? Well, because um, I actually meant to talk about the uh, this more. The day we're recording this is the day they announced the um, the Oscar nominations. Yeah. That's no tease. We'll get there. You want to get there? We'll later? stick to the movie. We'll stick to the television shows because okay. Walking Dead, so it's, it's doing good. Yeah. Now, for the good of Walking Dead, mm. we have to highlight the bad of the whole. Um, Netflix, Disney, nah, y'all aren't doing Marvel anymore. Y'all are done with that. We're going to take that so that when we have launch our, launch our new service, we're ready to go. That's one of the uh, big news items that uh, happened throughout uh, 2018 was Disney announced that they're launching Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. It's basically competition for Netflix, if, yeah. you, if you want to think about it like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but that comes at a cost. Disney owns Marvel, Marvel has a deal with Netflix, so basically if Netflix keeps playing Marvel stuff, they're basically promoting the competition. Mm-hmm. So what happened? something happened this year. Like If you remember the first seasons of all the Netflix Marvel stuff, literally Luke Cage shut down Netflix. It crashed. That's how many people are watching that shit. C-level Marvel guy, yeah, Luke Cage, yeah. shut down Netflix for a day. Um, when we come around to season two on all these shows... The deal had already happened, and we already knew what was the motions that were in effect right now. Um, in, third, in Daredevil's case, third season. Yeah. So, I noticed opening like the the start date for all these first time the first airings of all these shows. I would go to my Netflix, and if you go down Netflix, you scroll down. You have all these different categories. Yeah, one is Netflix Originals, and they have like big, big plot things, images of all these uh, TV shows and stuff. That's original for them to get you to watch it. Every single Marvel show, like nowhere to be found on day one of their release. Like I had to search for Jessica Jones. I had to search for Luke Cage. I had to search for Iron Fist. I had to search for Punisher that just came out this year. But still, mm-hmm. that my that's my point. Daredevil even mm-hmm. and Daredevil's got the biggest. They, um, that was the first ball that got the momentum rolling. Oh, as yeah. far as the Netflix yeah. franchise went, so. It's just weird. It's it was a nice experiment, I think, for them to for Marvel and Disney, I guess, to do the whole uh, rated TV MA more gritty, grounded approach that you're not necessarily going to see on on the big screen on the MCU side of things, and um, that we chances are aren't going to see a Disney Plus because Disney Plus is specifically kid oriented, right? Yeah. As far as I know, um, obviously they're holding a lot to their their chest. I would imagine 
uh, for some of their announcements. I think I heard um, there's a shareholder meeting in April uh, with Disney. They have to release all this, all the information uh, around that time. So we'll know more around the second quarter uh, of 2019. But um, man, and that's another thing about these these shows, these these Marvel Netflix shows is. I think quality just storyline storytelling quality just went down the drain like down the hill big time and I think it all did started, it start with Iron Fist or Defenders? Uh, ooh, that's good. That's a good question. Um, I would say Defenders, and the only reason I say that was because yeah, Iron Fist season one sucked, but at the time you could just say that that was a blip, that was like a, a fluke. You know, yeah. because they're not an anomaly. Because they, they, they yeah. bang, 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 bang. So far, they were even out. Punisher out of nowhere, yeah. who was who who had a debut in season two of of uh, of Daredevil, and you would think, oh, Punisher, nah, but nah, another bang, and then yeah. Iron Fist, eh. yeah, everything was working good until Iron Fist. But again, that could have been a fluke. Then Dare- and then Defenders came out, and I just they weren't able to rebound from the one-two punch of Iron Fist and Defenders. I think. Which is weird because that was their Avengers build. Mm. Like they had all these four franchises specifically to make from Defenders. From Jump. You saw Daredevil, Netflix, oh crap, Daredevil, oh man, can we get the Defenders? Yeah. (laughs) It was just one of those things where I remember specifically hearing the news reports of Marvel Netflix doing a thing and um, they're going to have all these different shows. It's going to lead up to the Defenders, which is kind of going to be like... The TV version of the Avengers. Yeah. So for for people that haven't watched the Netflix shows, for example, like me, equating this situation would be, say, for example, if the four, if the first Thor movie bombed and then the first Avengers movie bombed, would we even get to where we are now as far as Infinity War and Endgame? That's the Netflix equivalent. You had Iron Fist, the show before the ensemble series, and then you had the ensemble series, and both were more negative than positive right. as far as the reviews went and the views, actually. Yeah. But in, in in 2018, we had the season twos of everything, and just something was missing from it. I don't know. Jessica Jones was I, – I, I ranked that. That was one of my favorite Netflix Marvel Netflix shows from the first season. This is probably my, the one I liked the least uh, from the season twos. I thought Iron Fist kind of stepped up from season one of, of Iron Fist because I think they learned from their mistakes. They got all the shit out of the way that they had to get out of. Oh, that's right. Season two came out last year. Yeah, and they ended on the cliffhanger, which even had me a little intrigued about where they're going to go with that. They were highlighting a lot of the, um, if I'm not mistaken, the Sisters of the Dragon, or what was that called? The two yeah, guys? yeah, Misty Knight and uh, the, the, the the freaking nurse. I can't remember her name. The Rosario Dawson. Um, but yeah, they were. That was the thing that's that, in the comics that they were teasing. They had there was a few episodes in Iron Fist. They spent more time on them than they did. Iron Fist and everything. So, and Luke Cage was okay. It was just there. Like, I don't know. There was, like I said, a lot of it was mediocre just for some reason. I don't know what happened. Maybe they already had the writing on the walls and they were just whatever. Yeah. Um, but then we get towards the end of the 2018 and we start hearing uh, Iron Fist is canceled. Okay. that that's that, It was the worst of them. Yeah, I, I can understand, understand it. Second, two, second one right after that, Luke Cage. And even then, you're like, well, I don't care if I lose Iron Fist. I don't care if they bring if they kill Luke Cage. Make a new series, Heroes for Hire, yeah. brand new slate, two characters that we already recognize that we believe work better as a team than them separate. And I thought that's what they were doing mm-hmm. because 
they spent so much time building up the Dragon Daughters uh, on Iron Fist mm-hmm. that I thought, okay, you, you're building a new, a kind of a new franchise here. You could actually have a new show with Luke Cage and Iron Fist together, and the, and the two chicks together yeah. also. That'd be that'd be a great show. Mm-hmm. So when they said those two were canceled, I was like, well, okay, that's, that's optimistic fine. Yeah. again. Yeah, quality over quantity. Marvel on Netflix has been successful, and on, so we get those announcements. And then Daredevil season three came out. And that was really good. That was probably... The rebound. That was... Yeah, I, I think that's probably my favorite of the... Everything. The last sweep of things mm-hmm. is uh, Daredevil Season 3. And I could tell the way it ended. It just... they were, I could tell they're wrapping up everything. Like, there was no cliffhanger. There's no... I don't know. It just felt like they knew... Every loose they, end was tight. Yeah, they, they had their nice little epilogues for everything. They were wrapping up everything. So I was like, okay, I... If they don't do another one, I'm okay with it because there's enough closure on the main character side mm-hmm. of things that I'm okay with it. And then sure enough, he gets canceled. Mm-hmm. The only ones that haven't officially been canceled yet is Jessica Jones and Punisher. Punisher was just released a couple of days ago, Friday, yeah, last Friday. Right. And Jessica Jones season three is about to be finished. Yeah. So that's why they couldn't right. cancel them because they're already in production. Yeah, there's money to be made yeah, <laughs> on those still. so far. And yeah. and I'm sorry, Jessica you know, if was have, the, sec- was the second one so bad that you won't even bother watching the third one? Or are you still going to watch it just out of spite? I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Really? It was that bad. Like, unless I hear some glowing reviews of it, if they change something about her character, because they didn't do anything with her in the second season. It was just like 10 or 12 episodes of her just being just a, a drunk bitch. Like, she hasn't learned anything from season one or Defenders. Like, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened. It's just like she's still in the same spot that she was in. And it's just like, God, you can't... You just can't take too much of that mm-hmm. without changing up anything. So I'm just going to wait and see. If I get a... I don't know. Maybe if the wife wants to watch it, I'll watch it. But I'm not like, oh, when's that coming out? I got to see it. You're not getting the day off to binge the whole oh, season. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, that's that's still coming out. And then uh, I'm still... like I'm halfway through Punisher season two. And uh, so far, it's okay. Um, there's some good moments in there. I was, it's funny. I was talking to a buddy at work about Punisher. And uh, we both have a kind of a similar agreement on this is that he's, he felt, John Berthal as Frank Castle as Punisher, he felt more Punisher in Daredevil Season 2 than he has in these last two seasons of Punisher. Because it's like, in, in, in Daredevil, it's like almost... Like he's he's at peace with everything that he's done and what he's doing as Punisher and everything, whereas Punisher season one, it almost felt like a like a year one type story. Like he's just getting his his bearings on everything and what he's doing. Like Punisher one was a prequel to him showing yeah, up on Daredevil. Yeah, sort of. It, it's weird, but it seems like in in season two, as right now, like I said, I'm, I'm halfway done. But right now. It's just like it's still the same flow of that one, which isn't a bad thing. But m- me being selfish, the guy that I am, I want to see growth. I want to see the fucking Punisher. I want to see like no no fucks giving given. I, I just start killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, right off the, the bat. Right off be the, the bat, Punisher. Right off the bat. Um, was this, uh, if I'm not mistaken, from the trailers I saw in Punisher season two, um, he rescues his bartender chick that's being, yeah. So he's like already instead of being the anti-hero, damn near the villain, 
right. in Daredevil season two and maybe from the first season of Punisher, he's already starting this off as kind of a hero oh, because he's doing heroish tendencies. Yeah, we, for somebody that that's a yeah. Just well, so I mean, so far, I mean, he meets the girl, the bartender. We get like half the first episode of them just meeting each other, going back to her apartment, making love, all this other stuff. Yeah, it's just the softer side of Frank. Yeah, I guess you want to say that. Um, but then after that, he finds a, a girl that he's got to save. So like he's been with this little teenage girl for like the whole season. So it's got that dynamic of gruff, you know, Punisher with the the teenager girl. Mm-hmm. That part there, there's some good moments and all that, but. Um, I, I just, but it doesn't feel Punisher. It feels I like another see, hero. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see the fucking Punisher gotcha. do punishing things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it on the the Netflix Marvel side of things. It's just a waiting to see what they're gonna do. And I think it's the that Disney Plus app comes out at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. December is what they said. So we'll we'll definitely know by the end of this year what the hell the status is. Yeah, Daredevil. Got canceled after season three, which that was the biggest shocker. Everybody got kind of pissed off about that one. They were in production for season four when they... I don't think so. writing? They were writing the they script had story, for season four? They had stories ready for season four, but yeah. there's nothing... There was no pre-production. Yeah. Um, we're, the writing... I mean, everybody's just kind of like waiting for the announcement for Punisher to be canceled. Mm. It's got to come. I mean... Yeah, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. It's just I mean, another language. We're looking to Google Translate that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much so... I don't know, man. It's just one of those things. My, the the thing that gets me, I'm I'm kind of bummed about, is that some of these characters that they brought in on these Netflix shows are really good characters, and I would just and actors that have done good jobs. I would hate to see them not get used in the MCU or some other way on the Marvel or the Disney Plus app. I would think you would not want to waste a talent like John Bernthal if you're not going to bring or Charlie Punisher. Cox as Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, or Charlie Cox. Put them at least like as back, uh, not so much as background characters, but have them appear in, like as help in yeah. the MCU. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just a, a scene or two. It doesn't have to be like they don't have to be part of. Or hell, if you want to go out there, stick them in Agents of Shield. Yeah, it's all ABC Studios. I mean, yeah. it's all the same. You saw how good Ghost Rider stuff was. Oh yeah, that was, good <laughs> that was the highlight of the show for me. Yeah, that th- that's fourth season. Yeah. Um, and that was only what half a season. Not yeah. even that. They blew their budget on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was money well spent. I, yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Speaking um, of goodbyes, okay. Did Voltron go out on a high note for you? Oh, the final season of Voltron. Um, I haven't finished it. Whoa! I know. I think last year I said it was one of, probably my favorite animated mm-hmm. series. They did two like half seasons, I think, season seven and season eight, I think, mm-hmm. um, were the two seasons this year. But I was just kind of in the motions of just watching it. You know, I just kind of, I was at peace with it ending at a certain point and it just kept going. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. The quality of animation is great. Storytelling is still good. It's just something, maybe it's fatigue on my part. Okay. I just, I wanted it to end at a certain point and just kept going. It could be fatigue. It's only been around for, what, three years? And technically, if they're numbering it, they're already on season eight. Yeah. You could be fatigued. Yeah. And I, and I know that what they're doing, they're just taking number episodes and they're cutting mm-hmm. it in half and they're saying... So how so how would you prefer viewing your, your television then? You have the Netflix version where they dump nine or ten episodes at once. Mm-hmm. Or are you a fan of the DC Network app, Dealy, where you're getting fed Teen Titans every week, you're getting fed Young Justice every week, 
and you still have to wait. I think it kind of depends on the on the content. I think it kind of depends. Like, uh, if it's like a, a little TV show, like a little cartoon, twenty minute episode, give me some. Give me. I don't want to wait a week to watch a twenty minute episode, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's you know hour long episodes, yeah, I, I I can be patient. It's it's. I mean, we grew up on that, just mm-hmm. watching it weekly. So I'm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But um, it's funny that you mention that because um, I am going to be doing an episode. Uh, probably the next episode will be all about DC, and I'll be talking about. I'll be reviewing the DC Universe app um, along the first with, ninety days, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it for uh, sixty days. Yeah, it's only been sixty days, right? Because you you it waited out, a couple of weeks, right? So it has been ninety days for the network to be out. Yeah, it came out in October. Yeah, or September, September, October. Okay, yeah, something like that. Robin but, versus Batman. Yeah, we I'm you. waiting to hear it. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, you mentioned, uh, let's see, uh, Agents of Shield earlier. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, they were out in space for this recent season, right? Yeah, but again, they split the seasons like halfway. Like first, first half they're in space, and the future in the future. Mm-hmm. In the second half, they're back to the present time, trying to fix everything to prevent what was what they just came back from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it end, the way it ended, you would think it was the final uh, season, the finale, the finale. Yeah, the season finale. Uh, because we have Coulson, who in, the, in this in the last season, spoiler, he's dying. He's got some kind of virus. He's he's gonna die pretty much. Again, yeah. So yeah, for real this time. <laughs> so he goes off to a uh, beachside and he's waiting to die pretty much. And all the team leaves, whatever. My thing that pissed me off about the last couple episodes, last like three or four episodes of Agents of Shield, was this came out in May, beginning of May, I think, pre Infinity War. At the same time as Infinity War, to the point where the last there's a scene in the last like three or four episodes where they mentioned they showed there's one scene where they showed footage of New York when the big the donut thingy came down mm-hmm. in Infinity War, and the second to last episode they mentioned oh, there's some guy named Thanos doing something like this is clearly happening during the shit that's happening in Infinity War, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting, especially because. We didn't know if it was getting renewed or not. I was just waiting for the last few minutes of that. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for them to start dusting away, like some of them. At least one. At least one. Somebody. Someone useless. I don't care. Just give me something that shows that this all ties in to what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing them reference. Yeah. In, in the- Which has been a big bone of contention because not publicly or not officially, but they have kind of been bouncing off of the MCU this entire time. They have had episode. They tried. They tried. The episode of uh, after Thor: The Dark World, where they're at the school where the final battle happened, right. and they're referencing right. everything. Winter Soldier, the breakdown of of uh, Hydra infiltrating uh, the new Shield, well, the old Shield before it got broken down by everything. So it, it it kind of like it wants to play with the MCU, but you you can't. Yeah. But you can watch. Yeah. And you can just commentate, basically. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And even more behind the scenes stuff is. Yeah, I think it's more prevalent after Winter Soldier when the whole Hydra Shield thing happens. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. What happened? The whole breakdown of that was the Inhumans. Yes. That's what the breakdown, that's what's, if you notice, after Inhumans, you don't really see any more commingling between MCU and especially Agents of Shield mm-hmm. or any other stuff. You had some awkward moments in the Netflix stuff, like, 
uh, you know, about the incident or the big green guy or the guy with the hammer. That's how they would reference those. Mm-hmm. It's just awkward. Like, just say it. Just, just say that it's... With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Just get it. Just get do it. it. Just say yeah. it. So, um, the, the, the behind the scenes part of it was um, Kevin Feige and the guy in charge of all the TV side of things, they, uh, they didn't really like each other. And that came full head at with Inhumans. Like Kevin Feige wanted Inhumans to set up some stuff for his stuff, but then they were like, "No, we're gonna do this TV series, but we're gonna put it in the theater for the premiere, but it's just gonna be on ABC or whatever the fuck." Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really broke down communication between two mm-hmm. sides of things. So, but uh, I think that's it for the uh, Marvel side of things. Well. I say that uh, we had Runaways on Hulu, which was good. It was better than I thought it was. I'm watching season two right now, but I'm not like hooked on it. I'm, I've watched like the first three or four. There's episodes. a lot on your plate, man. Yeah, it's hard to keep attention to what you want to see compared to yeah, what exactly. you feel like you have to. Uh, case in point, there's also the, the Gifted, the X Men mm-hmm. TV show, which again, it's it's good. It's not great. I think I think we're all getting spoiled by like comment accurate stuff that we're seeing on the movies like the mcu stuff and mm-hmm. even to certain points like i mentioned on the last episode with aquaman we're getting comic accurate it's finally being stuff, done right and we're mm-hmm. still stuck on some of these shows that treat it like we have to be real we have to be grounded we can't show this we can't do that because it's not real it's not doesn't uh this ain't the 40s yeah, yeah. whatever you just said yeah so yeah there's things like that so we get we have that's that's just the Marvel side of things. Then we get into the DC side of things, and then we mentioned Titans, but there's also the CW stuff, the the Flash, the Arrow, the Supergirl, Legends, Legends of Tomorrow, Black uh, Lightning. I watched like maybe five episodes of that. I saw about two. It's, I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the CW big crossover bit between Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. So I had some good things to say about and Batwoman. And Batwoman, yeah, they made her debut um, on that one. So I'll be talking about all that, the pros and cons of what I saw on that one. So um, and then so, the build up to the next event. Yeah, yeah, nice mm-hmm. little tease we got for that. Yeah. Um, the only other thing for DC stuff was pretty much uh, Gotham, and we're in the final season. We're of in Gotham the season, right final now. season now, um, which was funny because this is season five or six, five, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said before the season started that they're going to kind of reboot it somewhat in some ways the whole show for gotham is just funny like it started off season one it was just going to be gotham pd mm-hmm. pretty much it was going to be about how gordon came in and did all this and that and we'll have you know these characters in the background we'll have a young bruce Wayne, but he's not gonna really do anything because he's still a kid uh, the butler still wipes his ass yeah pretty much it's like mm-hmm. okay so we like halfway through the first season they're already changing up shit they're getting kind of getting kind of stupid in the first season we cut to like season four, and we've seen so many Batman villains. It's not even funny. Well, it is kind of funny, but it's just they. Oh, they introduced the Joker. Oh yeah, that, no, he <laughs> wasn't Joker. They never said it's Joker. If oh, you, Joe Cool. If you if you imply if you if you think that's Joker, that's on you. You you've perceived that as Joker. Yeah, but but no, but yeah. we're not, until we tell you, no. Yeah, even though he has laughing gas and he makes people die with smiles on their face and he's got white skin. No, no, that's not Joker. <laughs> but the, the whole, the, I would think that they just take, the, they took the Bible of the show and they threw it in the trash. And they're like, <laughs> this is going to do whatever we want to do. To the point where now season five started and 
um, they did a what's called a no man's land storyline from the comics where they're shut down from the outside world. It's just Gotham City. They blew the the Joker. Called, <laughs> he blew up the bridges to the outside. So they're basically retelling the um, um, Batman Begins. Pretty much, you can't escape. Mm-hmm. You can't escape yeah. Gotham, and the government's not helping for some queer reason. But now they're stuck in here. And with, Catwoman's fighting Harley Quinn. Um, sort of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Harley Quinn. Uh, no, sc- sorry. If you think that's Harley Quinn, <laughs> that's on you. Oh, Doctor Quinzel. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But they haven't said. Even though she's got, <laughs> even though she's crazy, has white face and wears a black and red and has a white collar. Um, that's not. They haven't said it's Harley Quinn. But yeah, she fought Catwoman. <laughs> So the nitty gritty yeah. for people that saw the first season of Gotham and heard, oh, we're gonna have a Batman TV show without Batman. This is gonna suck. You've watched it up to right now. Yeah. Is it worthy of watching for a Batman fan, knowing up front that in the beginning you're gonna have the mentality this is a Batman show without Batman? That's a good question. Um, and my answer to that is about the mid midway through, maybe after season three, maybe midway into season four. I finally. Something clicked, had an epiphany, and it made me like the show on a different level. <laughs> the epiphany that I had was I can treat this show like it's a alternate reality, like it's not it's not about Earth zero. Yeah, it's it's about <laughs> one of the multiverse Earths. Yeah. Like this is a totally different kind of like Injustice. Mm-hmm. Now that's not really our our universe stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just it has all the characters, it has the mythology, it has everything that happens. But just in a different... There's difference to it, but it's the characters you know, so you still feel some kind of attachment to it. So you still want to watch it. Yeah. Okay. And for those thinking that, oh, I'm not going to get it back. I mean, the the subtitle for this last season is Legends of the Dark Knight. Yeah. And they've said, they... I think they flat out said that they've shown we, pic- images of him with the cowl. Bat- well, that was something else. But yeah. we, we, they said we will see Batman at the end of this se- season. So it might be like a Smallville, like one little clip thing at the very end, or maybe in this universe it's Alfred, and then Alfred hands it down to Bruce. The way they're going, it's going to be Gordon, or it could be Gordon does everything in this fucking show. It's like, why do they need Batman? For Which it? could be a tie to one of the uh, Batman comics where um, the like uh, the robot Batman is actually Gordon in the suit. Yeah, that happened for a thing. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go there. Well, that this sh- that's a, that's <laughs> the, you ever know? The, the, this show is like batshit. <laughs> no pun intended. Batshit. It's just like it's like batshit crazy. It's like they they just like don't care. It's like let's take something, and throw it against the wall. If it sticks, great. If it doesn't stick, we'll still use it. You know? It's just like they don't care, and you kind of kind of respect that in, a, in a weird way, you know. Yeah. Uh, for being a mainstream TV show on Fox, I mean, and it still gets viewers. Yeah. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah. Okay. So, on to other quick... I'll, I'll keep this pretty quick here okay. for you, Chris. But other... My, my favorite uh, TV shows of 2018. I, I, you you said, what the fuck? What else is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was an Amazon-exclusive TV show. Um, it won basically all of the Emmys <laughs> and the Golden Globes. Okay. Uh, the last couple of years. Um, or last year. It won just about everything. Best... Uh, best comedy show, best actress, best supporting actress, uh, I think best writing or something. The thing about the show, it's like set in the late fifties in New in like Bronx, New York area. You got me already. Yeah, so you have and it's a big Jewish community area. So, and it's about like a lot of stand up stuff going on in there. And it's funny when I was watching that show, I was like, and I was talking to my wife about, it, I was like, you know what they've done? It feels like they've um, it's like precision comedy. It's like 
they've taken everything and they've limited, they've gotten rid of all the fat and what you see is what you get and it's almost like a, like flawless the way that's um, that's high praise the way it's structured the humor in it the the storytelling the pacing it's it deserves the wins it's got I'll I'll say that okay. and he was nominated for the Golden Globes he didn't I don't think he he may have won the first year but um, but uh, Tony Shalhoub yeah he uh, he's been around for years right he uh, was on a TV show on USA for a long monk, time Monk Monk yes. Yeah. Um, he was just in a movie I talked about on uh, another podcast the, during Halloween. He was the Thirteen Ghost. He was the, I, and he's. I think he started the first time I saw him was in Wings, like back in the day. He's always been a fine actor. Damn, he just dated how old you are. Yeah, <laughs> they, they know. Trust me. Um, he's always been a fine actor. I never had a problem with him. He never like, but he never really stood out to me. But in this show, he's freaking hilarious in this show, and it's funny because he starts off as this, like this hard nosed like. You know, the straight man of everything, you know, like no nonsense, you know, he doesn't take shit from nobody. He's a college professor, doesn't screw around, he gets right to work, he comes home, he runs a strict household, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, it was weird, like, three, four episodes into it, like, something happens, not in the storyline, but just the way he's reacting to certain things. And I find myself, I'm starting to, like, laugh at the shit he's saying, the way he's delivering it. It's all in the way he's acting, and it's like, dude, this is fucking genius, the way they turn this around so well. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if you have Amazon Prime, you'll see advertisements for it everywhere because they, they advertise the shit out of it. But Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, I definitely recommend it. That's probably my... It's a latecomer because I just caught it, like, towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But I'd say it's probably my... Definitely my favorite comedy uh, TV show for sure. Um, but also, Cobra Kai. This exclusive. Oh, the comeback on YouTube. Yeah, it was a YouTube what, YouTube Red or whatever the yeah. freak it was called. It's, the funny thing is they've already canceled that service. Like I think it's a premium now, but mm. I think they're going to cancel that because they were losing so much money yeah. on that. So now they're going to amp up the ads or something. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, Cobra Kai takes place in continuity, current day from the first Karate Kid movie, and I I was hooked and I binged it all I can probably in a day and a half. <laughs> I. It was great. Uh, William Zapka and uh, Ralph Macchio coming back, playing their roles just like they should, and they're they're having fun with the idea. I don't know if you remember from a few years ago when um, the whole that whole video was going out that the real Karate Kid Johnny from Cobra Kai was the Karate Kid and Daniel Larusso was the he was the dick in the movie. <laughs> it was funny because it works, and it was uh, How I Met Your Mother. That was mm-hmm. the show that it was, and then people like made videos on it and. and it's funny because you take that in the back of your mind and the way they play this show out, it kind of kind of narrative. takes that narrative of that. Gotcha. And um, I'm, I'm waiting for season two to come out. It's coming out sometime this year. But uh, uh, that was uh, one of my favorite shows. Now, a really good show was Haunting of Hill House on uh, Netflix. Obviously, uh, horror about ghosts and everything like that. But uh, again, the, the atmosphere and the mood in that series... It's not gory, it's it's more suspenseful, and the 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 um, the beauty of the show was there's hidden ghosts all throughout the series. Sometimes you'll catch them, sometimes you won't, but they're in the background. I, me and my wife were watching it, and we we caught some of them. We had to pause. I was like, "Holy shit! Go back, go back." We were watching it, pause it, and sure enough, there's like a little. 
little ghost like popping out of the back corner. It's fucking trippy, man. And it's there's one little bit in it's like halfway, I think there's on episode five. The atmosphere and the the mood, it's like one of the characters is kind of like she's she's like dancing, but it's like with the ghost that no one can see but her. So it's uh. like she's it looks like she's dancing by herself, but the I don't know shit happens in this in this show. I don't want to actually I don't want to ruin it. If you haven't seen it, I want people to go out and actually watch it. It's kind of some people like one of my coworkers said she couldn't watch it because it's too slow. Like it kind of t- it takes a while to yeah. build. Yeah. yeah. But I say get get to at least season, season get to at least episode five to the end of episode five. If you're not hooked by then, just whatever. Just, just ditch it. Yeah, just ditch it. But it's really good. It's in my it's my top five shows of the year. Okay. Surprise of the hit or surprise of the year for me. American Horror Story came back oh. with a fucking vengeance because it was the apocalypse story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every year they have a little different little subtitle, mm-hmm. right? Every year we uh, we try to watch it and we get through like three or four episodes and we're like, man, this is fucking stupid. And we just turn it off and we're done with it. This season, um, this was the first one they said they were actually going to show it's a shared universe type thing between all the, you know, because every season of American Horror Story is like different. It's mm-hmm. It's not tied to, like, a continuing story, right? So, um, this is the first one they said, okay, if you if you watched the past seasons, you're going to want to watch this. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. But, yeah, they uh, it's good. And they, it's, I don't know, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of, but it's like, uh, there was a season on uh, Witches. Mm-hmm. This is basically a sequel to that season. That was back in season two. This is, like, we're on, like, season seven or eight now, or nine, I think. Because um, I haven't been watching them, like I really haven't been watching the last few seasons. So I think last year's show was about the election. Mm-hmm. They did all that. I was like, okay, I'm 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 done. <laughs> if this is <laughs> if this is horror for some people, then no. But yeah, it was my this is my surprise hit because I actually made it through the whole season. Well, I say the whole season, only ten episodes. But um, but I made it through. And my wife liked it. I liked it. I was like, okay, give me another, give me another season. All right. So, so I, was, I was wanting more, but uh, yeah, whatever. Lastly. The uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This was on Netflix. Um, you know, it's the C- part of the CW world, I guess. But, you know, Riverdale came out a couple years ago. Is this the reboot of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. Ah, I knew it sounded familiar. Okay. How many Sabrinas do you know on TV? Eh. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, but, you know, Riverdale is about Archie, and Sabrina came from the Archie world. So this was originally going to be part of that world. But uh, they decided not to go on CW and just do, do it exclusively on, on Netflix. And I gotta say, it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, I've kind of given up on Riverdale. Riverdale. I watched the first season of that. It's okay. We try to watch the second season. It's okay. It just I can't take too I can't take too much CW stuff because I get burnt out of it because mm-hmm. it's just the same old social justice, political, teen drama crap. Yeah. Whatever. You're old. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but but Sabrina doesn't really go a whole lot that route. It's more about supernatural shit. So so far I'm digging it. This is one episode, one season in. Um, I'll watch the second season. I'll see how it goes, and we'll go from there. Just to cap off the whole TV thing you just said, yeah. um, sometime next week yeah. or next month, season two of the Grand Tour from Amazon Prime. I'm a huge car guy, so yeah. basically the three guys from Top Gear that left Top Gear because the host uh, punched one of the. Uh, one of the cameramen. That's the guy fired. in the white suit and the white helmet and all that stuff. Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson. Okay. Um, so they're doing a second season of the Grand Tour. Um, this is the last season of the Grand Tour as the original Top Gear, where they test cars out on a track and they have guests and all this. 
Um, they are signing on for another season of Grand Tour, but it's mostly um, just the three of them on the road from what point A to point B and the story in between. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, season two is going to be great. I'm, I, I was a fan of the first season, and um, they showed a teaser online today um, of the guys in Detroit testing out a 1,000 horsepower Camaro, a Mustang, and um, Richard Hammond on the sideline in a Dodge, in a Dodge Challenger Demon waiting to drag race the winner. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be fun. Can't wait. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like cars. <laughs> okay, before we get into the movies, video games. Woo! There's not a whole lot I'm going to say about this. There's not, I mean, there isn't a lot because I. <clears throat> I really haven't played a lot, but I've. But again, I've, I say this around this time every year. Um, my Nintendo Switch might be the best video game investment I've ever made. Because you travel a lot. I travel a fucking lot. Yeah, and it goes with me damn near everywhere. And yeah. it, it it just everything just the, the trips are so damn near seamless. That was a good investment. for Oh you. hell yeah! What made it even better? Um, after the disgraceful attempt of reviving Mega Man by the original creator doing Mighty Number no. Nine. Didn't get that much sales. Didn't get that much traction. Capcom said, you know what? We have an entity that we need to use. <laughs> so they decided to do their version of Mighty Number no. 9. They released, finally, on a disc, on a game, on a cartridge that you pop in your console and you press start and you play without having to download gigabytes of updates. Mega Man 11. There you go. Yeah. That mofo is hard. Yeah, I downloaded the demo. I gave up. <laughs> 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 I, I literally, I barely beat all eight of the robots, and now I'm at the Wily Castle, and I haven't even beat the first level. And I'm on like the regular level. I'm dude, like, every t- dude, I'm on normal. I was, like, I gave up. I was like, ah, dude, every <laughs> the last, I thought two was hard. This motherfucker is hard. No man, it's like every time like a a Mega Man collection comes out or whatever, uh, and I'll play him. I always think to myself, how did I play this as a kid? Maybe I had more patience back then. I, I would love for this generation that lived on Call of Duty, Halo, and um, fucking Super Meat Boy to play Mega Man 2 on the NES. Well, they'll, see cry. How, they'll, they'll cry. They'll cry. They'll yeah. break a controller in their hand. Yeah. Yeah. Pussies. One of my one of my crowned achievements was I beat Mega Man 2. <laughs> two? Yeah. Nice. Well, I say, I say me. It was me and two other friends, and uh, we stayed up all night long. The fucking bubbles! Yeah. We stayed up all night long and we're like, we're swapping out every time we would get like frustrated or tired or whatever. And we stayed up. I bet you got pages of the passcodes. The little probably. Dots. Probably. There's probably a spiral somewhere with, with, yeah, passwords everywhere. That's the part that I loved about the Mega Man Legacy Collection was that they gave you a card with all the passcodes. Like, this is what you need to beat this robot. Mm. This is what you need to beat this robot. Because, oh my God, to try to go back in my brain. I, from, from from muscle memory, I know how to beat number two. But all the other ones, oh, I start from scratch. <laughs> For So what I've started doing to keep my sanity whenever I'm playing Mega Man is I'll just play until I start to get a little frustrated. And then I'll try a different level. Uh-huh. And then I'll, until I get yeah. and I, I'll just do that until I've like run well, out you've of gotten it. to a point where you can't go any farther. Yeah. And then you stop. And then I was like, I got to stop. Because yeah. I'm, I'm having a good time, but I keep dying. It's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> So Mega Man 11 doubles down on that. The graphics, uh, if you're looking for the old school 8-bit from the from the old 1 to 10. Uh, no, 1 to 6 and then 9 and 10. Um, you're not going to find it. It's for 1080p. It's for the young kids that like all the new 
art styles and stuff, right. which I don't hate it. You know, I can accept that. I understand it. I, I can take changes as long as I see something that's familiar. Right. Mega Man's familiar. Right. The, the X-Buster's familiar. The weapons, everything. The, the way the game plays, plays like a classic Mega Man. They've made some changes on there. Slow down time, speed up your weapons, upgrade your weapons. So it's it's fresh. It's great. I wouldn't mind. I'd, I'd pick up a 12 if they broke out a 12. I'm not sure how long I play before all my fucking hair falls out. <laughs> I have stopped to keep from all my hair going gray now. But it, it was definitely worth what I paid for. Yeah. You know, even from time to time, I still go back there just to fiddle with it, just to remember where I lost, where I kept losing. <laughs> and I remember why I stopped playing it for a bit. You know, the worst thing you can do playing a video game is getting stuck at some place and turn it off where you're stuck at. Because that's happened to me several times where I just get frustrated, I turn it off, and you then turn I, it back on. You and remember. I'm still stuck at the same place. Like, God damn it! And I turn the box off, <laughs> and I have to walk away. And that's that's been a, that's been a game killer for me for so many years. Yeah, I've never I haven't finished games because of that. Like, mm-hmm. so I have to get I have to if I get stuck at a spot, I need to get I need to keep playing until I get past that one spot. Then I can turn it off. Yeah. Otherwise, no, no. If um, you don't get a sense of accomplishment, you're done. I'm done. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Super Smash Brothers. Fuck. Because I played it the one time you came over, and I I'm got, still playing. I'm still it. confused. It's fun as I'm shit. still confused about where so, my character was at. So, well, because I I did you wrong. You I did. did you very wrong. You did. So I the way I I I the way I learned on Smash, I just jumped into the deep end and tried to hold my breath. I started playing eight players. Some of the levels were kind. Of, some of the characters were on low levels. Some of the characters were on high levels, and I just learned the hard way. Yeah, <laughs> and you uh, I, I would... it took me a week and a half to unlock all the characters. That yeah. was a fun process. At times, annoying. There's a story mode on there that I haven't, I haven't even bothered messing with because some of the some of the the challenges are insane. Um, but the times that I've played it with other people, I've hooked people into this. I've had several female friends that have played this. I've had you to play this. I've had my youngest nephew that his autism's heavier. He doesn't play video games at all on a console. He does mobile games on his iPad, right. stuff like that. Um, you want to play Pikachu? Ah, Pika Pika, yeah. He was beating our ass. <laughs> and he, I couldn't take the controller away from him. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those party games where you, you give it to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Within 10 minutes, they'll find someone that they like. And they'll know what they're doing. Enough to be like, man, I want to keep going. Yeah. I want I, to keep going. I beat you once. <laughs> like 12 times. <laughs> My yeah. one goal was not to be bottom of eighth. That happened a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> but you wanted more if we weren't recording that day. I think we were recording that day. I think so. We would have kept playing. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weeknight and whatever, yeah. and we couldn't play too long. But I mean, I got the gist of it. And it's like, and that's the thing with, with that, that franchise. Like every time I play that game, I just feel like I'm playing the same Smash Brothers game that I've been mm-hmm. playing since '64. Which, by the way, this this week is the 20th anniversary of Super Smash Brothers, the mm-hmm. original one. Yeah, 20 year old franchise. It's still relevant. Still cranking out hits. Yeah, they just released um, the announcement that Joker from Persona Five is going to be one of the five. Yeah, you uh, said that. I don't, I don't know who that I is. I don't know who it is either. But but you say that like we're supposed to know who that but, is. Because when you say Joker, I'm not thinking exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there are certain franchises where you play other game, other characters from other franchises, and it gets you invested. In, it gets you curious into what these other franchises right. are. Therefore, you start playing the other franchises, and then everybody wins. Or, the, or vice versa. Or vice versa. You're into those other franchises, and you see that those characters in this game... You pick up this game. Right. Yeah, so that's that's how it works. Yeah. Um, Tell me your first impression of uh, Forza Horizon Quattro. 
Well, you got to think. Okay, so it's a, it's a racing, it's a it's a car game, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a simulation slash arcade style mm-hmm. game, right? Open world, open world. You got to you got to remember. I'm I'm a I'm a PlayStation guy. You're a Gran Turismo. I'm kid. a Gran Turismo guy. You can't blame me. You give me a racing game. I'm gonna say where does it say Gran Turismo on this thing? Because yeah. otherwise, I'm not playing it. <laughs> I, I think before this game, I've I played Forza like once or twice, mm-hmm. but that was years ago. You know, so this is my first time in a long time to even pop in a Forza game, much less the newest one that they have for mm-hmm. the Xbox One. And uh, I gotta say, it wasn't uh, it wasn't terrible. That's a high <laughs> praise coming from you. Um, there are some things I could... Because, again, Gran Turismo uh, is not the same type of video game as Horizon. Uh-uh. For, Gran Turismo is compared to Forza Motorsport. Right. So Forza Horizon is a completely beast all, different beast altogether. Yeah, and that's the thing about the Forza games. Yeah, they do have different uh, styles of their games. And mm-hmm. Horizon is more of open world mm-hmm. type. It's almost... Kind of uh, like Need for Speed. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it was kind of like a... Arcade style, almost mm-hmm. in a way. Um, yeah. I mean, you have to earn points or earn earn cash from races and stuff. But I, I did like the flow of everything. How you could just be driving and then you just you run into someone and you can start a race with them, or mm-hmm. you could follow the path that they put you on. Or, um, yeah, it's fine. Like I, it was pretty. It's a nice looking game, and it gets kind of out there too. There is one race I had to race the hovercraft. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was scared I wasn't going to beat the hovercraft. I was like, don't make me lose the hovercraft. You did that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I remember that one. I lost the first time. Because sometimes they don't really tell you the course. You have to figure it out. Yeah. There's a little flags. If you don't go through those flags, you're fucked. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that can be frustrating. But again, at the same time, that's pretty much any racing game. You have to kind of know when to kind of take off the gas push the brake a little bit and let it slide into where you're trying to go but mm-hmm. I, I recommend it like if, if there's because to be honest Gran Turismo it's it's almost like an afterthought franchise they did the one the sport uh, Gran Turismo Sport I think mm-hmm. last year but it was more online I believe that was an online mm-hmm. uh, multiplayer game I'm out like you tell me it's online multiplayer only yeah. I'm not spending my money on that shit so when you have something like this yeah uh, I'll play it. I've been. Well, I played it. Not as much as I've had it. You let me borrow it for like two months now. <laughs> I haven't played it for two months worth of time. I got. The, I got this game at Black Friday. I had it for three weeks, and I was like, "Hey, man, you should try this while you're on vacation." And it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> but you have been playing it at times, so it feels like you're getting the most of it. Yeah, you said you could see when I'm playing it, right? Or you saw Maybe, that? Yeah. You saw that I was. Mm-hmm. I was playing. Uh, I was catching up on Marvel Capcom Infinite. And uh, I Did noticed you were online. No, that came out uh, seven, uh, 18. 17? 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it in eighteen because it was only thirty dollars for the for the ultimate bundle with with all the characters and the DLC already there. What about you, man? What have you been playing? There's been only been two games that I played this whole year, and they're freaking amazing. Uh, one of them was God of War for the PS. The new one. Yeah, the new one with the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of apprehensive at first about um, pre-ordering it because I got gun-shy from uh, Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite, I think I've said that was my favorite franchise video games. Yep. Uh, Shepard's one of your favorite characters. Yeah. and Your Shepard. Yeah. Not everybody else's right. Shepard. And um, so I went in blind. I, I, without sight unseen, I put money down on the pre-order for Mass Effect. And it fucking sucked. Like... 
I think a month later, it's already discounted out ten dollars or something. It was bad. Like I, I actually sold my copy. Like I'm, I'm done. It, they, they, they it, sold. It, it kicked you out of the franchise. Like that year. Well, another franchise. Okay, sticking. good. They, they, um, they, they sold an unfinished game. Mm-hmm. Like I really think there should have been some kind of class action thing where we got our money back because they sold an unfinished or keep working game. on it. Yeah. Even now, they finally fixed all the flaws that the Master Chief Collection for uh, the Halo game for Xbox One that was released what three years ago. Yeah. It was buggy from jump, and now finally, it's probably one of the best games that's well, on they that console. Rele- they, as, the, as I was playing that game, they the, had patches like every week coming mm-hmm. out, and I was like, I'm tired of this. Like, and how many gigs did it take for you to finally? Oh fix- shit. The, the 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 mass update for uh for example for Master Chief to fix everything mm. seventy five gigs that's a game yeah that's <laughs> a game and a half yeah at <laughs> least so I was done with that so it, back to my point I yeah. was I just got gun shy about an older franchise that I really love coming back with a brand new game um but like maybe two weeks before the game actually came out I was I was paying attention to everything what I was hearing. And the big difference between God of War and the Mass Effect relaunches is the God of War actually had the original creative team behind it. The yes. creator of God of War was still on board. Mm-hmm. So same writing team, same design team, same software, everything, same studio. That was the main thing, the same studio. There's a different studio that fucked with... Uh, Andromeda. Uh, yeah. So that um, alleviated a lot of my worry about that. But I was still kind of, uh, I don't know if I trust that or not. Because they changed up the dynamics of it, too. Um, it wasn't just a hack and slash run and gun, like kind of mm-hmm. how it's always been. Now it's like behind the shoulder, third person, uh, gameplay type thing. I was like, uh, Norse okay. mythology. The kid. Said a lot of different changes. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'll give, I normally don't do it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the reviews, like IGN and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'll see what they say. This thing was getting tens, like through all nines these, and tens, all yeah. everywhere around. Like mm-hmm. you look through nine, nines and tens. I was like, okay, so I I pre-ordered it. I'm glad I did. It's a freaking amazing game. Um, the storytelling in that was just incredible. It's, it's cinematic for sure. But the fact that they were able to take a character like Kratos, who was just uh, the god of war, literally, mm-hmm. that's his name, from Greek mythology. You know all the all, all the fun of that mythology, and then they're able to switch it over to Norse mythology, with you know Thor and Odin and, and Loki and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and it works. Like I was, because there's a part in the storyline that address well, there's a few times that addresses where he's come from, and where he's at now, and again we we say this behind the scenes quite a bit. Like just give me thirty seconds of explanation. Tie this loose end for me. I'm good. Yeah, and they did that. They they did everything they needed to do to tell a cohesive story and connect the past to this and going forward. What got me was the ending, because um, I was the, okay. The ending was not what I expected it was going to be, and I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> because I was expecting this huge battle to take place between a big boss. I mean, you got that right before the end of the game, but there's something happens after it that doesn't really happen. But they tease you with the revelation about the kid. That, and then that's when the credits start rolling. As you're oh. as you're walking as you're walking around the temple or whatever, there's the game. The credits start rolling, and you're still 
doing your thing. It's like, okay, I guess that's the game. But now I'm to the point where you're just like kind of going around exploring and collecting stuff. You know, I'm not like, I'm done with the game, but I'm just doing other stuff. But um, yeah, they got me. The storyline on that was something like I haven't seen before. So um, I would definitely recommend that one, obviously. So that's probably... Out of the two games I play this year, that's my favorite game of the year. <laughs> uh, my second favorite game of the year would be uh, Spider-Man. Oh, who has not played that Spider-Man game? Have you played it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard. I, I haven't heard a bad thing about that game at all. None. Yeah. And the reason I picked God of War over Spider-Man because don't get me wrong, Spider-Man is a great game. I'm still playing it. I'm not done with that one because mm-hmm. um, I, I just got that one for Christmas. So my. I don't want to say my, the, the flaw that I have with the game, but it's kind of a nitpick. Not really a nitpick, it's the observation, which kind of detracts from it overall. Um, if anybody's out there has played the Batman Arkham games, this is Batman Arkham, just with Spider-Man. It's like they took all those, everything about that those games, the, the, the gameplay, the fighting mechanics, the, the storytelling, how everything plays out, with how everything kind of flows into the next story type thing. All that. Just like the Batman games, except it's Spider-Man. So like nothing is nothing was coming as a surprise to me mm-hmm. that uh, what what was happening, the way things were playing out. Like I I kind of already knew the gameplay mechanics before. I was like, oh, because I've already played this game before. It's it's Batman, but it works. If if it's not broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And it works. So yeah, I'm that's one of the reasons I haven't beat it yet is because I don't want to. You don't want to be done with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of taking my time, and I'm unlocking different uh, spider suits and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and it's good. I mean, the uh, the uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? The mocap on everything mm-hmm. is really good. Again, it's something that you could be seeing if it was just like a CGI movie or something, or a TV series or something. It's, it's good. It works. Nice. But because I had those lower expectations for God of War, and it just exceeded everything so much, I, I have to put that one on my top. Got you. My top two list. <laughs> Got you. <sighs> you ready to get into the movies? Oh, yeah, movies. We haven't talked about movies yet. Yeah. It's only been an hour. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, movies for 2018. Um, I've seen 29, which could possibly be 30. 29, <laughs> huh? How many have you seen this year? 34. Lie. You want to see the list? Oh, I believe you. <laughs> hey, but I came close. You really, you really thought you had me. I came close. No. <laughs> this is you, man. You watch a lot of shit. Yeah. So I'll watch. I bet, I bet all the movies that I'm missing are horror movies that I don't watch. Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I got to. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I cheated a little bit. Of course you did. You're adding the Netflix or Hulu originals? Nope. Like Bird Box is on there? No. Okay, good. Should we talk about the movie? No. No, it's too late. We've already seen each other. Otherwise, we, we could have started the whole podcast with our blindfolds. On audio podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to a concert on uh, last uh, Friday. It was a um, it was a tribute band for Nirvana, a tribute band for Weezer, and a tribute band for Green Day. The Weezer tribute band actually played a song blindfolded. They did a Bird Box challenge of playing a song blindfolded. Oh, my God. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, remember when I did that for... Um... Was that Smash Brothers? No, it was uh, Injustice. Yeah, you played backwards. You were yeah. looking at the screen, and you still won. I oh, know. Fuck. I wish we recorded that, man. Uh, 
That was beautiful. <laughs> I impress you myself sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. No, no. The, the reason I say I cheated was because um, I I had seen twenty nine movies or thirty. Well, it's thirty movies. Yeah, I've seen thirty movies, and then I went on a cruise. Ah. Guess what they had on demand? <laughs> for, they had they had a big screen TV like on the outside outside the pool. You could watch it in the pool yeah. or whatever like that. Um, I watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice and, and uh, Crazy Rich Asians out there. Oh, I wanted to watch that. And then I watched. Diddy Mile. And then I watched um, uh, Tomb Raider. Oh. And uh, because we're on a cruise, adrift. <laughs> nice. So I saw I was able to catch up on four movies that I kind of wanted to see throughout the year, and I, I was able to catch them all in one little weekend trip. So. Before we talk about the movies we did see. Are there any movies that you missed in 2018 that you wanted to see? I, I, I think I caught them during the, the trip. I wanted to see A Star Is Born. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I've yeah. heard so many good things yeah. of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, even though it's a retelling of an old Star Is Born it's movie the from third from retelling. the nineteen. I think the original is from 1957. I think so. Um, I wanted to watch the Hugh Jackman movie where he's a front runner. Front runner. Yeah. I wanted to watch that. Oh, Vice. I wanted to see Vice too. I wanted to see Vice too. The Black uh, Black Klansman. Mary Queen of Scott. For some reason, I, w- I was curious. I would have gone to a, like a indie theater. Song. I was gonna go take my wife because she's into that historical stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna go take her to see it. But what got me was the own studio turned me away from it because they were had sponsored posts on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it said it's a feminist take on the Queen or whatever. I was oh. like, I don't know. You can't take a historical fact and change it to fit a narrative yeah. for feminism. I mean, I'm sorry. You, it's like changing it to where Martin Luther King shot Charles Manson. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> you can't do this. No. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> then again, in the crooked timeline we're in, Shattered Glass, I'll, I'll Martin Luther King killing Charles Manson be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, well kind of forever. Nobody got to the Shattered Glass reference, but it's okay. Um, let's see. So that was... Those so since you've seen more movies than I have... Okay. I'm going to list what I've seen, you mark them off your list, and you fill in the blanks of what you've seen. Oh, fuck. We're going to go on the list? Yeah. So, I, I, this is chronological order from me from viewing it. So, the, the, this list that in this order is how I saw the movies this year. Okay. We're starting off with the second week of the year. Den of Thieves. No. Nope. Bla- Black Penta. Yes. Game Night. No. Tomb Raider. Yes. Isle of Dogs. No. Infinity War. Yes. Deadpool 2. Yes. Adrift. Yes. Solo. Yes. Credibles 2. Yes. Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Equalizer 2. Yes. Teen Titans Go. No. The Meg. Yes. Predator. Yes. Venom. Yes. Sisters Brothers. No. (laughs) Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. The Hate You Give. No. Creed 2. No. Ralph Rick. That's another one I meant to watch. Ralph Rick's The Internet. Yes. Bumblebee. Yes. Once Upon a Deadpool. Into the Spider-Verse. Why are you counting that as separate? I paid two tickets for two different <laughs> movies. Titles are different. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Oh, Once Upon a Devil, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. The Mule. No. Aquaman. Yes. Fallout, Mission Impossible. Yes. The last one I saw, Pacific Rim Uprising. Gee, how'd you see that one, I wonder? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, fill in the blanks. What did you see that I didn't? Um, well, I wasn't really checking them off as I was going, but, uh, let me see. We had a Paddington 2. Paddington Bear 2? Yeah. 
Okay, Paddington. Two, uh, no. Ready Player One. Did you say that one? Oh, that was not on my list. Uh, I did see that. Too bad. It didn't count. Um, a Quiet Place. No. Rampage. No. Fuck. I wanted to watch The Rock. You didn't miss anything. Bad Samaritan. No. Uh, can people? Okay. Uh, yeah, Bad Samaritan. You saw. You said tag. Tag. Right. No, I didn't see tag. tag. Yeah. Based on true life story. Yeah. Keep going. A skyscraper. No. Another Pepper- rock movie. Peppermint. No, I wanted to watch that one too. <laughs> Halloween. Nah. Ocean's 8. Nah. Bad Times at the El Royale. I wanted to watch that. That's with Dave Batista, right? No? No, it had uh, Chris Hemsworth in it. Okay, that was my next guess. Crazy Rich Asians. Damn. I think that's it. Everything else is... Okay. Yeah. Dang! Mm-hmm. So, out of And that... the movie that I wanted to oh. add, because this was... I, I, I don't know how I ended up knowing this. It might have been released in the theaters in the UK. I like cover songs. So if the cover if a cover song pays tribute to the original good but does its own thing, I like it. I'm a fan of it. So for anyone that ever saw Jean Claude Van Damme in Sudden Death and thought, you know what, I would like an updated version of that, Dave Batista in Final Score. It was uh, I might have been released in the theaters in the UK because it, it's it's a, it's basically uh, it was filmed in the United Kingdom. But I red boxed it in November or December of of 2018 and saw it, and it's pretty good. It, it's a pretty good homage to um, to sudden death. I liked it. I was not. I wasn't. If man, last year was the year. I'll, I'll say it up front. You you heard all the movies that I saw on this list. Me personally, I did not see one bad movie. Oh, I did. <laughs> I saw a few. <laughs> are you are you you you're probably counting Solo because you're a huge Star Wars mark. Um, right? Is Solo on that list for you as a bad movie? Yeah. Okay, but that's uh, that's not the only bad movie I've seen. Uh, yeah, I, I could probably figure. I, I I enjoyed myself in all these movies. I did not walk. There's been movies that I've seen in the past. I can't write them off the top of my head now. Where I left the theater going, man, that's a waste of money. <laughs> I didn't have that feeling at all this year. Not to mention, since half the movies I watch were like five bucks, <laughs> with, solo with I, reserved seats and reclinable chairs. Solo, I actually got my money back on that one. Ooh, white privilege. Get you though. Yeah. I'm I'm still shocked that even know what sudden death is. I love that movie. Actually, so that was the one movie you've seen before. A, I met you. A friend of mine <laughs> actually won tickets to the sneak preview, and we actually saw that movie like two weeks before it came out in the theaters, way in the early. And 90s. listen, you're still bragging about it. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to do that often. <laughs> Give me this, man. <laughs> That's right. You don't have much. Okay. I'm brown. Give me a break. <laughs> All right, so that was our list of movies. I can't believe we actually went through the whole list, but uh, standouts. Okay, the, the good. Yeah. The okay. Good. The very first one that comes to mind: Infinity, Infinity War. War. I, yeah, come on, you you met me, right? Yeah. You know me. That's yeah. my. That's gonna be probably my favorite. And uh, for the most part, I stick with my when I stick with my, my favorites. It's just movies that I typically stay away from, like dramas and biopics and things like that, because I don't know. Like I want to be. I want to be entertained, you know. If I don't want to be drugged down by something, you know. So I try to pick movies that entertain me, right? Mm-hmm. So Avengers, Infinity War, right? Before you go any further, yeah. can we agree that pretty much all the Marvel movies in general last year knocked uh, succeeded? Ant Man and the Wasp, Disney had their fair share with the with the MCU, but dude, Into the Spider Verse, Venom. Well, Dead, I'll, both I'll, Deadpool's. I, uh, well, no, you saw the first Deadpool. I'll, I'll, I'll get. I'll get to this here. Yeah. There was some good comic book movies, and there was some 
okay comic movies. I'm not going to say they're all really great. Um, Exhibit A for you is probably Venom, right? For what? For Not so good? Yeah. It was kind of there. Yeah. I had a list of like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the ugly was the meh movies, you know, the whatever. Like, they mm-hmm. weren't good. They weren't bad. They were just kind of, I walked out. Okay, well, that was a movie I saw. Yeah. Um, it happened. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, Infinity War, Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Who saw that coming? Right? Who'd have thought in 2018? Oh, by the way, since our last movie, or last movie, since our last episode. It passed Justice League. It passed up Justice League. It is now a billion dollar franchise. It has made over a billion fucking dollars. Aquaman! That's more than Dark Knight Rises, right? Aquaman! Aquaman! <laughs> <laughs> made, made $1 billion. Good for that. I'm, I'm proud. I'm happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Who the fuck it, man? Marvel's been doing that for 10 years, taking B-level guys and turning them into like, yeah. finally, Aquaman, um, of all people. And I do have a list of the top five movie makers, uh, money makers mm-hmm. of the movies for this year. I'll get to that here in a second. So, yeah, Avengers, Aquaman, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Woo! I saw that on your, on your suggestion and your suggestion alone. I have not seen Rogue Nation, mm. uh, and I have Ghost Protocol on my computer. I haven't had a chance to watch it. You will enjoy it even more if you watch now, the last one. Yeah, I'm a Tarantino that. Now that I saw the end, <laughs> I need to see the, next, the last two to see how we got there. Yeah, I agree. So, and those two are ranked pretty high because of the, uh, I was expecting what I got. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be so good. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh. I already heard, you know, the Oscar. I mentioned earlier the Oscar nominations came out. I'm already hearing people complaining that Spider-Verse is, is nominated for Best Animated Movie But should year. have been Best Picture, period. That's what people are saying. I agree. Yeah. I got one nit, nit, nitpick about that, but we can, well, we talked about well, that. Well, it already won a Golden we, Globe, so it's on track to win stuff. Yeah, that's true. So. I think it, it may win, but although it's got competition for Disney, or its own. Um, it's Wreck-It Ralph. And Incredibles 2. And Incredibles 2. So if it could beat two Disney movies, if it could beat two Disney movies, that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay. So we've got those three, uh, or those those four. Then we have uh, Bumblebee. Yeah. For selfish reasons only. Of course. Yeah. Um, Very few of you will understand. Bohemian Rhapsody. That was a the love that it's getting is a surprise to me. Well, one Golden Globe for Best yeah, Picture and uh, Best uh, Actor. Did he? Did the director win? I, I, I'm the direct. The Golden Globes happened while I was on my cruise, so mm-hmm. I, I missed yeah. all that shit. But I know it won for Best Picture, best Picture. and then Best Actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the director now, but now it's nominated. That's a for, great movie. On the heels of that, I'm waiting to see Rocket Man, the Elton John documentary. Elton John, yeah, with uh, Michael Fassbender. No, no, no. It's uh, the the guy from Kingsman, the the main the the kid from Kingsman. Oh, okay, no. I don't know. <clears throat> A Quiet Place is another one. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. And then the Dark Horse surprise for me, Peppermint with yeah. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner is a female uh, Punisher. equalizer. Punisher. Yeah. Punisher. It's a female Punisher movie, pretty much. But uh, I've been waiting for, and maybe because I, again, selfish reasons. Um, I've been waiting for so long for Jennifer Gardner to get out of the rom-coms and go back to like alias type stuff where, where she's kicking ass. Mm-hmm. She does that in this movie. And it works. And it's, it's not some elegant movie or special thing. It's just down, dirty, gritty, and it's not. It's not fancy. It's just. It's straight. It's straightforward. What you're getting. What you see is what you get. Bad guys kill her family. She survives. She goes out to start killing motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's all the movie is, and that's all you need to see, pretty much. And it works for me. I think it was in theaters for like a week <laughs> or two, but hey, you know, it had what? a lot of good reviews, but it didn't have a lot of receipts. Yeah. 
Here I was hoping it could have been a female version of Taken, where you can we can branch off of that and make a franchise out of it. Um, if they did, it wouldn't be from her family. Yeah, <laughs> well. she that. Um, did you have a like a top top five in no particular five? order? Okay. Spider Verse, mm-hmm. Bumblebee, mm-hmm. Deadpool Two, okay, um, Fallout, Mission Impossible, yeah. um, Black Penta. There you go. That's, that's your top five. <laughs> Penta. Okay. Yep. Not so, uh, the movie is great. Not a lot of not a lot of movies where you can sympathize for the villain and understand his motives. The thing that took me aback more than the movie itself was the reflection of the audience being there the day of the Thursday before they came out at Studio Movie Grill. Ninety five percent black audience dressed like if it was an event. They're not in Black Panther gear. They're in like urban gear. It's an event. It's an event for them, and it didn't matter if you. Regardless of the audience, there were white people there. There were Hispanic people there. It didn't right. matter what the audience was. A movie like Black Panther brought everybody together, and everybody liked it. It was well, fucking good. It made money. It's like yeah. one of the highest grossing Marvel solo Marvel films. Right. We'll get to that. You know. Yeah. So the impact that it left behind, that it could tell a great movie with a full black cast <laughs> and the one broken white guy, well, one and a half post credit with Winter Soldier. <laughs> it was fucking good, man. And the fact that it's nominated for a best movie in the Oscars kind of tells you something not everything but we're like we're starting to take superhero genres seriously I'll get to that so I'll that's in my top five but there was some competition because again Wait, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't you don't think Infinity War is my only nitpick of Infinity War I think I know what it is but go ahead it's not a whole movie yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's everybody. It's, it's a two and a half hours of middle. There's no beginning. There's no end. Just like Matrix Revolutions, the second one, right? Revolution. Sure. It's good until you find out at the very end the dude's laying on the table. It's like, oh wait, there's more. And the generation sucked ass. So yeah, this is it's two how it's two hours and thirty minutes of good middle, but it's not a movie because there's no start, there's no end. I, I, so I can. That's my only nits of yeah. So that's an asterisk. That's but, why it's not on my top. Uh, you know five. what? I'm going to counter that on you Give because it to you just said, not even two minutes ago, that there's not a whole lot. Talking about Black Panther, there's not a whole lot of movies that you can sympathize and relate to what the villain is going through. Oh, that's Thanos in a nutshell. There man. you go. Yeah. So, so let me just kindly go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, <laughs> there, but uh, but a good friend will do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So kindly go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, those, so those are your your top your top five whatever. Mm-hmm. So you asked me if I saw any bad movies. Give me some of your bad. Predator, number one. That movie was shit. And they had so many callbacks to like the whole franchise in that movie. You had an actor from the first movie. Yeah. You directed it. You would mm-hmm. think he knows a thing or two. Like, and he's. I think people okay with Shane Black. He's he's the writer director of this movie. Mm-hmm. He's hit or miss. Like he did the Lethal Weapon movies. He did Iron Man three. Yeah. Um, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and, he, and some other stuff. But those are the ones that always. Those my the first three lethal weapons. Yeah. Well, the first oh, the, two. Um, the, the third the, one. The yeah. fucking uh, the nice guys. Okay. With yeah. um, uh, uh, Russell Crowe and um, uh, other guy. Fuck, I forget his name. Blonde guy. Ryan Gosling. Okay. Those two. Yeah. That was a good movie. So like he's hit or miss with his movies. I think this is just well. I don't think it is. This is a definite miss. For his, his writing. But man, it's so bad. The only thing that I would say that was cool in that movie was like the death scenes, the way Punisher, I mean, Punisher, the way Predator was killing mm-hmm. people. That's it. Everything else from the, 
the characters that are in that movie all fucking suck. There's not a redeeming quality on anybody. The story sucks. There's a stupid... Would all of it have been redeemed if Arnold Schwarzenegger came out of the end of that capsule instead of that predator-killing suit? No. Wow! <laughs> okay. There was an alternate... You know about the alternate ending, right? No. Alternate ending was in that little capsule what was supposed to come out. An alien? Ripley. Ripley, yeah. Yeah, they, they actually... Uh, the, the director, he actually posted a picture on Instagram or Twitter or something. And they actually showed they had the suit with Ripley's name on it. Like they had it ready to go. But, man, they're just trying to cram so much shit in that movie. It's like, no, no forget it. Let it, let it. let it die already. Um, anyway, that's one. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, my God. You, I, I heard you rant about that on the podcast with Xavier. We did a whole episode of how yeah. shitty that fucking movie is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely uh, a terrible movie. Skyscraper, terrible movie. The guy with one leg jumping across buildings. Who'd have dunk it? It's The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. You're probably not going to agree with me on this, but The Equalizer. Well, Equalizer. The second one? Yeah, Equalizer 2. Man. So the reason we I... We love the first The Equalizer. only reason I will disagree with you is because I literally saw the first one fresh. Yeah. From Redbox. And then 45 minutes later, went to the theater to see part two. So it was all a continuous movie to me. Doesn't matter for me. That's... But I can't see where you're divided because the first one had its own story, and I don't know if it needed a second one. Second one was okay. I like the scene where he's taking the kid out from all the the gang members mm. in that in the stairwell, and he's like literally telling him, "Do you want to end up like me? Do you want to end up as a nobody?" This dude, the, that speech was something out of an episode of Scared Straight on Annie, like how to get kids away from jail. Like that hit that I I got teary eyed in that scene. Like, if I, mean, I would have had that talk 20 years yeah. ago, I'd be a better person than I am now. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Probably. There's, uh, not really. No, not really. Um, there, I mean, there's some good stuff There's some in good it. scenes in it, but overall, I yeah. think because this, the the way the first Equalizer movie played out so well, and mm-hmm. it is a good, really, it's a nice standalone action movie from Denzel. The, the ironic thing is, this is his first sequel. <laughs> like, and yeah. it didn't really need it, you know? And the whole, the final showdown... I think it drove on too long, to be honest. Like his afro in the opening scene was dope, though. Uh, he had like I thought he had like a Muslim look, right? The, yeah. Did he? He didn't have a fro. He had hair. <laughs> did he have a fro? I don't know. But the train scene, right? Is yeah. It, yeah. Train yeah. Scene. Anyway, anyway, that was, that was one. I have to say, that's just the, again. Probably you're gonna disagree with me on this one. The Meg. That's a shit movie, dude. I'm sorry. But it knew it was a shit movie. It didn't take itself seriously. No, if they knew it was a shit movie and they weren't taking themselves seriously, I wanted to see like Pir- Jason Statham kick a, t- kick I a tooth out. I wanted to see like piranha level violence and gore <laughs> in this movie, and I really didn't. The swerve that I liked, where everyone thought that was the Meg, and that shark got eaten by a completely huge steroid shark. Like ah, okay, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I wa- I'm 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 not the biggest fan of like shark movies or like possessed demon fish. So I walked in there with my brain already unplugged just to watch it and enjoy it. So what else is different from everything else you do? I don't know. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> okay, also, I'm also going to put The Nun on here, which kind of... Is that from The Conjuring series? Yes, and that's why I'm kind of hesitant to say it's on. But my thing is, it just the movie just dragged so much. And there's only so many times in a movie that I can take where... You see someone look down the hall, and you see like a little shadow, and you look back, and he like it like disappears, or runs away, or whatever. That, they, they play with that a lot in that movie, and to the point, where it's like just get to the shit, just die. Movie. Yeah, just tell me what I'm supposed to be seeing, yeah. you know. And it just dra- I think it just dragged on too much, and that, I think that was the uh, the the big issue for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some other movies. I'm not gonna say they are bad, but they were just kind of there for me. The meddling. Yeah, there's kind of they happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Solo. That uh, most people are say it's a shit movie and it was bad. I'll say it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So that's why I'm just saying it was there. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It was a thing. I can move on. Yeah. Let's 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 just clean. Let's close that door. Let's just <laughs> yeah clean the wipe the palette clean. Let's move on to episode nine. Let's forget about the last two things that just happened. And yeah. I want to complain about something new. Yeah. Give me nine. Exactly. <laughs> um, tag is okay. It's decent. Uh, Deadpool 2. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. It lost a lot of the heart that the first one had for me for some yeah. reason. I think they, they tried too much to shove so much stuff into the movie. Like so many. Like I felt like I was watching a movie sponsored by eBay. Because so much happens about eBay. The first movie was a video game movie. The second movie was something else. Internet. It was an internet movie. Yeah. Pretty much. It was something else. It was like emoji emoji movie done with Disney. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, but goddamn, that Stan Lee cameo. Oh. Well, it wasn't as bad as the one in, in Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. That one trumped it for sure. Oh. But what, the one in Venom made me smile. It, even though it was even, unexpected. Even in that trail, even in that scene, leads me to believe that all these movies are connected because... If, if, because if Stan Lee is rumored to be the Watcher, mm-hmm. Stan Lee told told Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock, "Hey, don't give up on her. Neither of you. The Watcher, the yeah. character, of the Watcher is in the freaking Sony Marvel verse dealy. Yeah, you know, so everything subtly is connected. At least that's what I figured. Yeah, that's what I got from that. And and and, and seeing him like happy and smile as opposed to." Seeing all these tributes of reminding you that he's gone, it was kind of a, it was probably the one that I liked the most because of that. Yeah, some other ones that just kind of were there for me. Uh, surprisingly, Ready Player One. I was expecting more. I maybe got overhyped before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. I'm not to say I didn't enjoy it. I love. There's some. I did a review episode about it. There were some things I, I really liked about it. There's some things I was like, oh, okay, but uh, not my top five or top ten or whatever. But. Godzilla versus Gundam, though. Yeah, that wasn't, you know what? That wasn't the only move that featured uh, Gundam this year. The other one was uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Where they landed in front of the statue of Gundam. I was like, holy yeah. shit, 2018, there's two movies that feature Gundam. Yeah. Weird. But Pacific Rim Uprising, I enjoyed it. Um, I, it was a great, it almost felt like a live action anime movie because mm-hmm. a lot of the, um, or a live action uh, Gundam movie because mm-hmm. of the, the way, the, I think he was fighting a bunch of like, uh, they had like a big army of like drones, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? If I'm, if yeah. I'm re- not, it's been a while since I've seen yeah. the movie, but I remember thinking, "Holy shit, this is kind of like a live action Gundam." And then right when I thought that, he landed in front of a Gundam statue. I was like, "Ah, that's gotcha. what they did. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I the the one flaw in that in that movie, the one star that you had from the first movie, when you killed her off, like, like, not uh, like twenty like, minutes in, the like movie. a fart in church. Yeah, like it didn't even go over at all. Like it didn't make sense. Yeah, and and then. It's like, oh, the rest of the movies didn't matter? Okay, then eh, why was she even there? Like, yeah, I, I can see that. It's like they couldn't get Charlie Hunnam, but they got this chick, but they killed her off. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's like, whatever. Ant-Man Wasp, it was good. Venom, I would say that's, it was better than I thought. I'm not going to say it was great. It was better than I, it was a lot better than I thought, but uh, for an anti-hero movie, he was doing a lot of hero shit. Too quickly. Too quickly. I, that was my main, that was my main gripe about the movies. Like, holy shit. The symbiote, 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 fuck, whatever. He gravitated toward Earth and and humans and really fast to be an alien 
goo thing. I don't know, but whatever. And Halloween. Halloween was there. I think the hype. Um, oh my God, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Over, he still looks I think hot. Over, overhyped it for me. And I saw it. And it's like when we're all watching something, like, dude, you got to check this movie out. Or you got to go check this whatever out. Yeah. And we, I go watch it and it's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I, that's what I'm hearing about. Let's fuck out of here. Give my money back. For... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah, those were the movies I saw. Now, I do have a list here. It's a very short list, but it's a list. I like lists. Lists are fun. The top five biggest box office movies. The Infinity biggest... War has to be number one. Can I guess this? Infinity War is number one? You are correct. Okay, number two. Uh, was it Black do you, Panther? Do you want to know? Like, over, uh... Not yet. Okay. Is number two Black Panther? Yes. Is number three Aquaman? No. Uh, is number three a comic book movie? No. Ooh. Number three is Incredibles 2? No. Okay, I give up. Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Don't I... worry. Everybody did. <laughs> Run down the, uh, the numbers. What was number, How much did Infinity War make? Infinity War made... 1.2. 2 billion. 2? It is over 2 billion dollars. <laughs> 2 million, 2 billion, 48 million? Wow. Yeah. Black, how do you, what, what was it? Oh, Black Penta. Yeah. 1.3 million dollars. Billion. Good. I'm sorry, billion. Billion. I keep good. saying million. Billion. So yeah, Infinity War, over 2 billion. Uh, Black, Black Penta. Uh, <laughs> 1.3 billion dollars. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. An astonishing... $1.3 billion for that piece of shit. Uh, um, 3D in China is what yeah. won that over. Yeah. A lot of it. I know, yeah. Um, that's what that's what kept Venom in, uh, over the 800, billion, 800 million mark was China and 3D loved it. They went apeshit for that. So, number four, Incredibles 2. 1.2? Yeah, 1.2. And then... Rounding out the top five, Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah, one fucker, <laughs> one, one billion even, one point one, yeah, one one billion twenty five million. Okay, yeah, nice. Who the fuck? Who the Congrats, fuck? DC finally got one out of the park. Uh, you know what? Yeah, good on them. You know, but um, and it's the, the funny thing is, did Wonder Woman hit the top five last year? No, no, no. This is this has made more money than uh, for, okay. I, well. So the funny thing is, all these other movies like the the Black Panther and the Jurassic World and the Incredibles, those have come out during the summer yeah. and all that. Aquaman, this is December. Aquaman just came out. Yeah. Like it's still making money. Yeah, that is ridiculous, and I love it. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> maybe because you root for the underdog. They might release it for a week or two before it comes out on Blu-ray DVD, just for them to get last-minute stragglers or people that might want to watch it again in the theater. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see it in IMAX. I did. On our cruise. There's an IMAX theater. You dick. There's an IMAX theater in the cruise. Three. You paid 500 bucks for a week just to watch movies. Three. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies during that cruise. I'm not going to lie. I, no, because it, uh, it was Aquaman 3D IMAX. Oh. Yeah, it was good. So we saw that in the four other movies that okay. I saw. So. Okay. I almost, almost saw Spider-Verse in the IMAX also. I, I need to before it goes away. I want to see it in the IMAX. The, uh, the the wife wouldn't let me. She didn't want to see it. Oh! $12 a person. So It was good enough we saw Aquaman. So Spend that much money on a second movie. No. And plus I told her about the, the effects, that like the almost 3D effects that they're having in the screen. Dude, we could do a Sunday morning down the street. 10 bucks. Yeah. 
I'll go watch it again. We'll make it happen. I've only seen it once, so. Yeah. We'll, so have I. We'll make yeah. it happen. Now, that being said, uh, that was the biggest money makers. Are you curious to know what the biggest flops were? Let's see. If I'm looking down the list, it would you, you have probably to haven't be. Seen, you probably haven't seen any of them. That's how shitty these movies are. I would think Solo would be somewhere nope. near that list. I mean, it was a flop. I mean, it didn't make... It made a lot of money, but it didn't... It didn't. Recoup. It was the first movie... It was the first Star Wars movie that did not top 400 million uh, worldwide or 500 million It broke worldwide. even, but you don't need... You don't, you're not supposed it made to more, break even. You're, on, you're supposed to make... Well, anything. You're not... To, to not be a, a flop, you're supposed to make twice your production budget. And it didn't make twice the oh. production budget, so... Okay, the biggest flops... Robin Hood. Oh, I, I wanted to see that. No, you didn't. Uh, budget $100 million. The global box office only $65 million. Now, that came out... Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Exactly. How does that happen? You said it yourself. You just answered your own question. Next, we have... <laughs> we thought that was going to be... Racist. We, no, it's... <laughs> whatever. Okay. Well, that's what happens when you start dating... Uh, what's your face? Who's he dating? Tom Cruise's ex-chick. Katie Holmes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ew. Exactly. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So we thought that Robin Hood was going to be the biggest flop. No, 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 no. Like two weeks later, Mortal, King Arthur? Mortal Engines came out and said, hold my beer. Oh, and Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines budget, again, $100 million. Wasn't that recent though? Yeah. It's already... It's already... It's gone? Yeah. It's dead? Yeah. $100 million budget, only $43 million globally. Oh. Yeah. Um, then we have Happy Time Murders, the little Muppet. Oh, the puppet one. Yeah. I was curious for that, but I heard so many bad reviews. $40 million budget, global box office, $27 million. Globally, couldn't even make it back what it's made. So, And this is puppets. It went over half, though. Some of those movies didn't even make half. Right. Yeah. So that's not too bad. No, it's, it's bad. There's, it's bad, but this, it could be worse. All, this is all terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Girl in the Spider's Web. Oh, that's part three of a of a story. The of a, dragon tattoo. Yeah, dragon tattoo yeah. trilogy. Budget, I wanted to watch that. Okay, the budget is only forty three million. Right, mm-hmm. not too bad. It only made thirty one million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's close, but still considered a flop. Now this one is also considered. It made uh, it made over the budget, but it's still just barely. Uh, we're talking a wrinkle in time. The Disney movie with uh, with Oprah. Off a classic book mm-hmm. that nobody knew about. Budget was $100 million. Globally, it made $132 million. So it made over the production, but barely. That's no John Carter. This is true. <laughs> That's the measuring stick. Talk about, talk about Car- a franchise killer. Oh, my God. God. Poor guy. He was gambit. <laughs> How could it fail? Oh! Let's, let's segue into that for a second. Um, Channing Tatum is going to bring this thing from the grave one way or another. You know he wants this movie. You know that meme that floats around about Let It Go? The Frozen yeah. meme? It's yeah. just like, let it go. Channing Tatum, let that shit go. Nobody wants to see this fucking Gambit movie. Let it fucking go. Like, he wanted, he was, he was trying to be Gambit for a long fucking time. Now, Disney, since the whole merger thing is, is finalizing now, um, they've, uh, I think two weeks ago they came out and they they announced that they're they're canceling all these side projects they had going that Fox was potentially working on. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Gambit movie, the Silver Surfer movie, Doctor Doom movie, some kind of kid Fantastic Four movie, um, and there was some other movies that they were working on. I just, I'm drawing a blank on them right now. But anyway, they're they're wiping all that shit out. They're like, no, fuck all that. We don't want to mess with that shit. 
So after that news came out, Shannon was like, I'll direct it. No, let it, no, what are you going to direct it for, YouTube? You can, you can do a fan film? No. No. I'm sorry, Channing. No. Look, I'll, Gambit's a fine character. I don't have a problem with Channing's him. Channing's a cool dude, too. He's got a lot of a lot more movies that I like than movies that I don't like. But damn, just let it go. Let it go, man. Let it go. Unless you have a eh, ace up your sleeve, like the Deadpool trailer that nobody saw until it was leaked, and all of a sudden <laughs> everybody and their mother wanted Deadpool. If you ain't got that, that's a, it's no, time to go. No, that's a one-trick pony, my friend. And Ryan Reynolds cashed that shit in. <laughs> okay. That's money in the bank? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you're looking forward to for this year. Okay. I do have some anticipations. Number one, just like last year, it's going to be this year, Avengers. That's... Endgame. Endgame. That is... It's a bitter... It's going to be a bittersweet uh, anticipation. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, some other ones, in no particular order. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. Let's finish off this trilogy and move on. Toy Story 4. Oh, my God. John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. What does that mean, anyways? You know what that Something means? Something about the brain. Does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like uh, the, Chapter Two ended on a good cliffhanger, so I'm looking forward to see where they're going with that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the uh, Tarantino flick that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It Chapter Two, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. I guess. Shazam. Are you talking about Captain Marvel or Shazam? I'm talking about Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. DC's Shazam. Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah. Hey, what'd you think of that trailer? Okay. Did it get you hyped for it, or you're like, eh, okay. It's MCU. I don't need to get hyped. I'm going. Fair enough. Yeah. You saw how early I bought my tickets for Captain Marvel. The day after, the, the, the day after, the day, that morning that they were released, I bought them in person. And so you first, know what I'm going to do with Infinity War. And then what, mean, the, what, what was the first thing I said when I saw you? Why'd you buy tickets on <laughs> day one? So I don't got to worry about it. Day zero. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to the Joker movie. Oh yeah. That's that's got my curi- that's got my attention and my curiosity all all together. I'm I'm so curious what they're doing with that movie. As long as Phoenix doesn't die after that. Yeah. You know it's been eleven years since uh Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Hellboy, the reboot. That's promising. I think that movie Hellboy, it's gonna get a bad rap, but I think it's from people who are so in love with the first two movies that mm-hmm. whatever you bring out now they're just gonna they're shun it yeah and I don't think that's fair I think that uh, I mean it could be fair but I also think that if you just go in pretending that you haven't seen those other movies and, and acknowledging the fact and being okay with the fact that Del, uh, Guillermo del Toro and uh, Ron Perlman aren't involved in this movie just go in clean slate clean slate like me I haven't seen the first two Hellboys I'm watching this one first you surprise me sometimes. Um, <laughs> God damn it. You're an enigma wrapped in a... What the fuck? I don't know. Um, a riddle wrapped in an enigma. Wrapped in a vest. Wrapped in a burrito. Okay. <laughs> wrapped in a Metallica shirt. Brightburn. That's that trailer I showed you? Yes! About the non-Superman movie or the evil mm-hmm. Superman movie? Yeah. It could be good. It could be total shit. But I'm curious. As I'm anticipating it, so... Yeah. Also, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. Now, that that's for that. I'm I'm interested just in the franchise. The trailer hasn't really done anything for me yet. If that makes any sense, like the trailer wasn't, it didn't really do anything. 
But are you one of the the people that are already looking past this movie and just waiting for Godzilla versus King Kong? A little bit, a little bit. I'm getting my uh, my news feeds mixed up on that because I'll hear about production starting on one of them, but here's the trailer for another one, and I'm just it's crossing yeah. my wires a lot, and mm-hmm. it's just whatever. Also, here's a, a maybe a dark horse anticipation uh, that I just actually I don't know if I've been under a rock or something. I just haven't heard about it, but there's a movie called The Irishman coming out. It's Martin Scorsese. Okay. Coming back with De Niro and Pesci. Uh-oh. And the first time he's directing Pacino. Oh. It's, they've been working on this movie for a few years now, and they're finally getting it ready. It's going to be Netflix only. Oh. You lost me. But damn, dude. that Those four names I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's Scorsese getting back into the, the crime genre. And you said you lost, they lost you at Netflix, but dude, Netflix has been killing it lately. Mm-hmm. And I think one of their goals is to be a movie killer, like a really like a theater killer. Like uh, I don't know, like some of the, the talent they're getting for some of these movies. Um, I was talking to Xavier about this the other night. Um, the Velvet Buzzsaw. Have you seen the trailer for that no. one? Jake Gyllenhaal, written directed by Dan Gilroy. It's it's kind of trippy. Like it's about uh, this. Museum and the artwork, the artwork kind of like comes alive and shit. And it's it's kind of fun. Just watch the trailer for it. Okay. And tell me if that like gauges your interest on that or not. But that's what I'm saying. Like Netflix is kind of, they're taking movies more seriously now, I think. Because before it would be like Bright. And um, there were some other movies like I think uh, Muse is one. They're like, you'd hear, like, the Cloverfield movie, the third yeah, one. Yeah, it would be like handoff movies from the stu- mm-hmm. studios didn't want to deal with. And Netflix would just... Holmes and Watson. <laughs> they didn't want that one. Oh, my God. Talk about a... I'm surprised that wasn't on your flop list. I didn't see it. Oh. Well, well, oh, we're talking about the flop list. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. I, it could be too soon because it's still in theaters. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's in the smaller rooms. I'm still debating whether I want to watch it or not. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to see it. Well, maybe. I might rent it. Um, yeah. Just yeah, to watch. Just I'll, I'll red, red box it or something later on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's it for me. I'm curious to see what took so fucking long in both uh, Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. That, oh, let me stop you right there. Because, yeah, Dark Phoenix was one that I had only out of morbid curiosity. I think that is going to be the final death That's nail. The la- yeah. That's the death nail in the coffin of that franchise. At least I hope so. Yeah. Because, my God, that movie looks terrible For already. For all the potential that the actors had from the beginning in first class. Fastbender. Um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Uh, it, man, it, the first one actually I thought did pretty good. It started off good. Second one was pretty good. Tied up more tying up loose lens than being its own movie. The Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Yeah. still good. Road Cut kind of threw me off a bit. Um, I like I like Road Cut better. Apocalypse. What the fuck? Yeah, that's. And weird. then why did this take so long? It's like oh no. You know because of all and here's another thing. First of all, I I, I feel that this this Dark Phoenix movie I, in my opinion. I feel that this is the the child in the divorce that that um, Fox is determined to keep going, but Disney is just like they want to do their own thing and they I, they have to deal with this one. I think even if this wasn't the last movie that came out, I doubt Disney would ever want to tell the Dark Phoenix story at all. There's other stories you can tell. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised because this is the third. Um, they, they pushed it back three times already. Yeah. 
We were supposed to be talking about this story. This movie is supposed to be out already. Already done. We should be having this on DVD right now. Yeah. This movie, um, it's already ballooned up to over $200, $200 million budget because of reshoots. So it's got to make back at close least 400 to not be a bomb, yeah. to not be a flop. I bet that it, is I not going to happen. I bet it tops out at 175. Well, look at you with the little prediction with the numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't even do that. I bet you it tops out at 175. Um, if, if, you know what? That's even if it gets to a theater. Right now it's in June, I think. No, it got pushed back to August, I think, now. No, no, no. Valentine's no, no. Day. No, no, no. No, that was New Mutants. No. One Dark... of these movies is coming out Valentine's no, Day. No, it was supposed to be Valentine's Day. It got pushed back to June. Again? Fuck. Yeah. New Mutants is the other one that was supposed to be out on Already. my birthday last year. Yeah. It got pushed back to November. Then it got pushed back to August of this year. And there's no guarantee. And none of you, I have not heard one update at all about New Mutants. I wouldn't be surprised. If they don't hear it. If it goes to Disney Plus or Hulu, I, I again PG thirteen, that kind of movie. I doubt that kind of movie will fly Hulu. on Disney Plus. Disney Hulu. Disney partially owns Hulu now because yeah. of this whole thing. Think about Hulu. That and I wouldn't be surprised if Dark Phoenix does that. To be honest, the only the reason I say that makes it to the theater is to try to get as much money back as po- as as possible. Yeah, New Mutants. I don't think had a budget anywhere near that high. Oh fuck no! It's a fifty. 55, I don't, something I don't like know, that? but it was supposed to be like a lower budget horror movie. Yeah, for with mutants. Um, and the first test screenings were showing that it wasn't horror enough, so they did reshoots on that. And I'm just, I, I don't even know where that's at right now. But Dark Phoenix, they did like three months of reshoots or something, and it's still in post production. That is going to be. I, I that's my prediction. It's going to be a fucking disaster. Um, first of all, we've seen the movie before. Second of all, the director and the writer has come out and said that we're doing a more grounded approach to Dark Phoenix Saga. We did that already in X-Men 3. That was a, that was a grounded version of that movie. Show me space, motherfucker. Show me everything. Show If me- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can go in space, why can't you do it with fucking Dark Phoenix? They... Why? MCU, everything, even DC. I mean, they, they've, they've started to embrace the comic book aspect of this. Ever the the your core audience of Dark Phoenix knows that storyline. I know that story backwards and forwards. I know what you have to do, which which you don't have to do. And grounded is not one of these things. At this point, I don't want New Mutants. I don't want Dark Phoenix. Give me Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider movie. Do well, it. that's a different subject altogether. <laughs> the biggest, the bigger issue with the Dark Phoenix thing is they got fucking Sansa Stark as Jean Grey. We've only had her for one fucking movie. And, and I'm supposed to already be invested in this character enough to give a shit that she's this this But magical... she was in the final scene, she killed Apocalypse, you're supposed to care. Dude. I don't care. <laughs> and don't she's a, and she's a ginger. Dumb lamer. Go figure, right? But yeah. Is it kind of ironic that the other movie also has a former uh, current uh, Game of Thrones star? And it's also being pushed back to Oblivion? <laughs> <laughs> Another Stark? Not right. Those those Starks. Fuck it. Put Kid ha- Kid Harrington in Gambit and push that back eight years. Just the fuck with Channing Tatum. <laughs> Have Channing direct that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, man, I think that's it. I know one thing I, I normally do in these year review movies is the the people we've lost over the year over the past year. The big one for me is Stanley. I mean, come on. I mean, that's. We and we we did a big uh, 
memoriam, I guess, for mm-hmm. for him yeah. uh, a few episodes ago. Um, but you know, like Burt Reynolds and um, uh, oh shit, I just had a couple more in my mind here. But um, <laughs> Harry Anderson, I was thinking Harry Anderson, he passed away this year. Damn it, there's a couple other ones. The mom from the Brady Bunch passed away recently, right? No, you're thinking of uh, Charlotte Ray from Facts of Life. Okay, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Garrett, that was her name. The woman from I Love Lucy. No. No? I think they've been all dead. Oh, okay. But you're naming random shows. That's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. That wraps up 2018. But we've already started 19. Yes. One of my most anticipated movies we just saw. Ah, yes. Dragon Ball Super Broly. Dragon Ball Super Broly, for those who didn't hear him mumble that out of his breath. Now, this was, we've been talking about um, Dragon Ball Super part uh, a few times throughout, here and there, throughout these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, every year they do uh, a movie to wrap up the season or whatever. And uh, this movie ha- had some pretty good hype going into it, a momentum going into the, it was a theatrical release, which they don't always do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been doing that for the Super movies. Longest and, animated movie in the entire Dragon Ball history. But the big thing that came, that I came out of it after the fact was the amount of money it made. Opening day or opening weekend? Even before you say the money. Yeah. What was the thought that you said when we walked out of the theater? I said two things. I think the first one I said it, it, it felt like a movie. It felt cinematic. The, fir- the first opening scene... Um, reminded me of Transformers 86? Yeah. A little bit. Well, for you, It Mark, sets the tone yeah. for what the, the whole movie is going to be about. Yeah. And, and if and you watch that, you're ready. And they didn't rush anything either. They took the time with that intro. It's a good like four, four to six minute intro. It, it was a great way to tell the story of why we should care about Broly because this was not the original uh, Broly movie that Akira Toriyama didn't have a part in. Where basically the reason Broly hates Goku is because Goku cried a lot when he was a baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they actually had a, a, a genesis to the story and it actually made you again, like Thanos, made you care about the villain. Well, supposed villain in this movie, which yeah. is the, one of the main antagonists. But we understand yeah. where he's coming from, and we understand yeah. the character itself. The and other thought was, dude, it's sold out. Yes! And this is the second day of this showing, yeah. and it's all sold out. So you can you can assure yourself, the Wednesday that it debuted, it sold out. Yeah, this the wasn't f- this wasn't a one time screening at one little theater. This was this has been on for about a week. It might go off for another week. Yeah, if the ticket sales continue, sold out. Yeah, and we weren't in the in a small room. That's another thing. That we were in a big house. Yeah, um, the the theater, the Cinemark theater we went to. That's the one I, I we I, yeah. Well, we go to, but I worked there for a mm-hmm. long time. And when I worked there is when they added on the new the, the bigger houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, those will be always affectionately called the new edition mm-hmm. because that's what we called it back. In the, it was the new edition theaters. Mm-hmm. They put it in one of those theaters. That's a that was a big. Anytime a movie went to that one, that was for new releases and big movies that were coming out. Mm-hmm. This is for Dragon Ball Super. They put this movie and it sold out on the second day of release, which means it probably sold out the first day of release. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> more than one showing yeah. on the first day. That's a big. It, and here's the thing: I'm going to say this number, and it's not going to sound like a lot of money, but for anime movies and animated movies just in general, it's pretty good. Unless you're Disney, when you have that marketing and everything, mm-hmm. over seven million dollars on opening day mm-hmm. for all the the, the opening the United weekend. States. Yeah. To compare that to the last Dragon Ball Super movie that, that came out that we saw. Resurrection F. Yeah. That one, for the first weekend, was $1.2 mm-hmm. 
So we go from one one point two million to seven million dollars. Wow, that's over five hundred percent in gross. Very good, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, over the weekend, its first opening weekend in Mexico, it made a total of seven million U.S. dollars. Um, the Mexican tickets are almost half the price of U.S. tickets, so that means double the audience saw that movie over the weekend that would have normally seen it over here in the United States. And that, uh, and that, again, that's telling of the of of the of the franchise, the brand, mm-hmm. you know, worldwide. Man, that, that completely caught me off guard. I'm trying to uh, get a number here for you. Let's see. Okay, so for Fathom events, the 2018 re-release. Because it was originally released in Japanese over mm-hmm. in Japan, this was the American. This was the English dubbed version. Yeah, it was a Fathom event. So you, if you're familiar with Fathom events, you know it's like exclusive screenings and mm-hmm. limited time things. No trailers. It got right into the movie. So the lifetime gross six hundred fifty-eight thousand dollars. Wait, no, that's not right. Because I said seven, seven million. Seven million. So where does that number come from? Let me see here. Hold on. Uh, opening weekend three hundred fifty-seven. Is that just in Japan? It has to be more than that in Japan, because it says the total lifetime gross domestically six hundred fifty-eight thousand. Oh, they only have it's only been out for one week. Over the Martin Luther King weekend, twenty-two million. Okay, so where'd you get that from? Uh, Deadline. Well, I just uh, Google searched it, and under the top stories, yeah, uh, Glass made forty-seven million. Oh, this isn't up to date. I'm looking Super- at I'm looking at old report. That's why. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Where are you saying? Uh, Glass forty-seven million. Dragon Ball Super twenty-two million on limited screens. Oh, number three at U.S. box office. Dragon Ball Super, number three. There you go. Yeah. yeah. They picked a good weekend. Yeah. Because I'm not hearing really good things about Glass. Mm-mm. Mm. I saw the Upside that same day before Dragon Ball Super, and that was second place with $15.6 million. How is Upside? Um, so there's one of my favorite movies of all time is Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. When you think of Will Ferrell, you think of Talladega Nights, you think of old school, you think of uh, him from Saturday Night Live just being stupid funny. Right. This is not Will Ferrell being stupid funny. There's a different humor to Stranger Than Fiction that you can really appreciate. Okay. Kevin Hart leans a lot more towards that toned down. You, you see a lot of Kevin Hart movies. He has. I have the same complaint of him at times that I have of um, Seth Rogen, where he's basically the same person in every fucking movie. I want you to say it. Ryan Reynolds. Have you seen The Voices? Uh, probably. Watch The Voices and then come back to me. No, no, no. No, no. You're giving one example. Overall, Ryan Reynolds plays Ronald Reynolds in his movies. Overall, you can't deny it. He's not, you can't over, deny the, it. He's not over the top in Proposal. He's Ryan fucking and, Reynolds and, playing <laughs> Ronald Reynolds. You can't. No, you can't. Defend. Seth Rogen's the same guy in every movie. Kevin Hart is like a... <laughs> Kevin Hart is like a second or a third of what he is in every movie and he shows you a different side of him he shows you a serious side so of this him. is voices for him no voices is completely different Com- I'm voices fucking is with you. shut up all right <laughs> so did you like the movie i love the movie okay. i might even watch it again but a lot of that brian cranston Malcolm yeah. in the middle <laughs> Malcolm in the middle what about breaking bad breaking bad what? of course Whatever. that's the first thing i think of you probably haven't seen, you, haven't, you know what? You probably haven't seen Breaking Bad. What am I talking couple about? A couple of seasons. A couple episodes. Yeah, maybe. right. Whatever. Um, but it's really good. Here we movie. go. So, yeah, I'm looking at my, my numbers now. 9.8 million. Yeah. But that was opening day, I think. No, this is the weekend. This is actuals right now. Really? January 18th to the 20th. What did you say? 22? Yeah. That's for the weekend. You're, you're looking at the totals, right? The actual mm-hmm. totals. Totals. Yeah. Yeah, total gross. This, this has 20, uh, over 20 million. Okay. So, we're on the same page. Yeah. It's already gone to have a lifetime bigger gross than Dragon Ball Evolution. 
<laughs> Which we will never speak of again. Yeah. So yeah, I'm waiting for the next movie. You know, and it's weird that people like us that are still watching we still have thirty episodes left in the American dub, right. English dub. Right. For us to watch this movie. Right. They didn't really spoil much that we haven't already seen. Or what they did say, I kind of assumed was gonna happen. Yeah. The good guys won. Yeah. Pretty of course. much. Um, Which kind of that even surprised me because uh, they they typically these movies when they come out they coincide with the seasons but they don't really directly acknowledge mm-hmm. what happened and this movie since I guess like you said it takes place it takes place after after it's the, more of it's after more of, the series finale it's of more Super. of a epilogue type thing yeah right yeah this is supposed to branch into the next series okay um, with the um, the chick that helps Broly and her and her friend from the Frieza Force that actually show that there's good in the Frieza Force, kind of. Um, that'd be a nice little spin-off. Eh, I don't know. It's, 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 it, it, wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be the primary no. show, but I can see a couple episodes on the side. Yeah. Like my, and the, when they were going through the future. Yeah, but that's, you know, I, can, I can, can, can have a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the best part of that movie for me was seeing the Broly versus Goku fight with in, in Broly first person. Because I don't think I've ever seen that in a Dragon Ball series. Is somebody from the first person fighting someone? Yeah, and the and the and the animation kept up with everything. The animation, it, it, wow. animation was awesome. Yeah. There was a little bit of, of um, 3D animation. I didn't give a fuck. What, I, what did I say? Nice. We, were, we were watching this. I didn't. know I was watching the, the sequel to uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like, choo, choo, choo. yeah, I was I was getting lost in there a little bit. So um, okay, so there's that. Any other anticipations for you that I didn't already talk about? Mostly everything you just said. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sorry, sure there's some other ones, but those are the big ones. I'm looking for. Uh, okay, so before we we actually do wrap this up, uh, Oscar nominations: Black Panther, not winning. Oh, I know it's not winning, but seven nominations. It's winning costume. Maybe I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Give it one of those. Um, give it one of those awards. But here's here's my thing, and I've been reading a lot of uh, comments back and forth on social media, people bitching about it, and people bitching about the people bitching about it. And you got to look at it two different ways. There's two sides to look at it. One, it's like, oh my god, this movie wasn't that good. The only reason it's getting nominated is to meet a quota. The other Ratings. way, the, yeah. The, the other way to look at it is look at it like this: we're f- for by hook or by crook or whatever um, political reason you want to say, we're getting the Academy to acknowledge superhero movies and comic, comic book movies. Not just that. It's the Academy acknowledging that sometimes the best picture is the movie that a lot of fucking people have seen. <laughs> and and a lot be... of people have seen Black Panther. A lot of people have not seen The Favorite and, you know, or what? Roma. That used to be the way the Oscars were. Yeah. You know, if you go back, look at the, the best pictures of the 90s. A lot of shit that's very popular that everybody knows won for best picture. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it was. Something happened around early 2000s. Where they it just, was cool to have that movie in your back pocket that nobody needs yeah, you to win it just yeah. so people can watch it. And then you would hate it because the, the movie that was in your back pocket no longer and fits in your back pocket. And that's what spawned all the Oscar bait movies where they, people would just make movies in a certain way just to get nominated for an Oscar. What the hell happened between 10 years ago and now? Everybody, probably because it wasn't the best picture, but everyone it was in agreement. Heath Ledger deserved at least a nomination for The Joker. Yeah, in the Dark Knight, and the fact that he won it. Yeah, everybody. I guess from what I remember, everyone unanimously agreed that was well deserved. 
now we're like a step ahead. We actually have a movie that that represents not only pop culture but a mainstream audience because look where it ranked on the top grossing of the year. What the hell are people complaining about? Like, why are you complaining about I it? I think it, it, you know you can't please all the people all the time, and all those people are always on the internet. I'm uh, I, I'm one of the ones that when I first heard about it, I could just kind of roll my eyes like, come on. And the and the reason. It's not to say that Black Panther is not a good movie. It's decent. I, I actually own it. I have it on Blu-ray. It's not a bad movie. I still watch it from time but to time. But to say that this can be nominated for a movie, if you want to say political reasons, for the cast or whatever, the setting, but yet, Logan, Wonder Woman? Cinematically, War, Logan, cinematically, Logan should have been should At least been nominated. At least nominated. Nominated, at least. Yeah. Wonder Woman, to be honest, not to be that guy, other than the scene of her coming out of the trenches and dodging all the bullets, there isn't a lot memorable there, especially that dark third act. I hate to be that guy. I'm not going to say those are best movies to win, but just at least acknowledged and nominated. If we're going movement of the whole black history coming out on February, just like, duh, uh, Miss uh, Captain Marvel's coming out on International Women's Day. Another one, kudos to Marvel. Yeah, for movement purposes, at least a nomination for Wonder Woman. Yeah. So yeah, I agree on that. I just and I think that's what's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. It's like for years the fans have been saying these are good fucking movies. Look past the genre. Look past the fact Maybe that maybe it's the color. Look past if people the, still. If, if this was a different comic book movie and not about black people, maybe everybody would be more unanimous about it. Maga, uh, possibly. I mean, come on. What? What else? I mean, what other reason is there? Probably what I just said. It's like it's. There's been better movies out there. Like me, what was my favorite movie? I said that was my favorite movie of the year. Infinity War, obviously. One nomination. Visual. Then it probably won't even win. Visual effects. Then it, I would. I would assume Ready Player One would win it. Maybe because they crammed so much shit in that movie. The, sh- the shining scene. The shining yeah. sequence. Oh by yeah, that dance scene. No, what, what I figure is a snub for visual effects is Aquaman. Oh, yeah. How is that not at least nominated? In 3D, that thing was epic. A I mean, snub for me is Won't You Be My Neighbor not being nominated for Best Documentary. Yeah, I agree. Maybe, but, but maybe, it's, like, maybe it's one-sided. But I've only seen but, like two documentaries this year. Yeah. So. But it was good. It was a good documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't want to go into the big Oscar. I don't want to do a breakdown, but... Does the controversy, quote unquote, compel you to at least watch the show when they air? Well, you got to be because that's sp- the point. That's what they're doing. It's- yeah, I know. It's when you say controversy, controversy, you got to be more specific. Because are you talking about the Kevin Hart hosting thing? Are you talking about the Black Panther thing? What everything? <laughs> I think Oscar, the Oscars are just they're struggling to kind of keep up with culture. And they don't know what to do. They tried. They wanted to do the popular award for the most grossing films. And then they said, nah, we don't want to do that. Because it's stupid. Yeah. Because it's kind of letting the, letting you in behind the fourth wall to say, you know, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I think I'm okay with Black Panther being a, no, a nominee just to get the attention on it. On the Oscars. You got any locks? Spider-Verse um, is definitely wouldn't animated. I think so. I would definitely. Like, I, would like, I would like to think so. Uh, Rami Malek for Best Actor for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Although, I think, isn't um, Christian Bale nominated also for Best Actor for Vice? I'm not I think I, he is. 
That uh, that's that's gonna be tossed up between. It would two not shock me if Lady Gaga wins Best Female for a Star Is Born. I still need to watch that. I'll I hope you before the Oscars. I heard she wasn't good in it. Uh, but she can fucking sing, some though. people some people were saying uh, Bradley Cooper not being nominated for Best Director was a snub. Yeah, but but then again to 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 the people that are looking to defend that that's the third version of the same movie, yeah. so you can't get screenplay credit when you didn't even originate it. Not the screenplay credit. I'm talking directing. directing. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. It's it's not hard to direct a movie that's already been done twice. <laughs> Three times. Three times. Actually, this is the fourth time. Yeah. This is the third remake of the first movie. Yeah. So this is the fourth. fourth so I, that's that's the only defense I'll give it. Yeah, and I, to be honest, any any category that he that win that that movie wins, a lot of that has to be given credit to Bradley Cooper anyway. So that's and to be honest, all the nominees felt like they were the same movies in all the categories. Mm-hmm. The favorite, Vice, Roma, Roma, oh, Roma's winning probably Best Picture, Best Director. You think so? I think so. It's 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 in black and white. It's got to win, right? That's what the Oscars do, right? Yeah. Uh, I saw like a list of the best best movies and best directors. And I noticed like the movies are all the same, and I was looking down further categories, and it's all the same movies. So is that, it doesn't feel like there's a big di- diversity of different yeah. movies. It's all the same movies mm-hmm. that are just nominated for everything. I'm probably not going to wait. Well, I say I won't watch the Oscars, but I'll probably flip back and forth and watch it while it's going on. Depends what they do. What I would like to see for movie of the year have everyone for the Avengers. Well, not movie of the year because Black Panther's in it. But there has to be a category where everyone from the Avengers comes out. All to do what? 20 of them to introduce something. Like a legacy award or something. Nah, you already have half of them there. Nah. You have other things for that. They just did, they just they do that at conventions and shit. They don't need to do that at the Oscars. That's it. Unless there's anything else you got. Uh, I think that's going to be it. Okay, yeah, I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think I think we covered everything. So I think that's gonna wrap it up for our 2018 year in review in 2019 <laughs> episode 101. That's right, we're in triple digits now. No turning back now. Well, there is. I can just turn Whoa. the damn thing off. I want to. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Before we say bye, where can they find us, Chris? Um, Bring us home. Facebook, Pop Culture Rewind. Uh, on the Twitter machine, Pop Culture R W N D. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher still a thing? No. iTunes. Google Play, Google something. Google's not a thing either. Yeah. iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Facebook and iTunes. <laughs> Facebook and iTunes. Instagram. Facebook and iTunes. Facebook and iTunes. Instagram. That too. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Thanks. All right. <laughs> 101 episodes. And you're, you're, you're the one that does all that. Yeah. I, three I just fill in the blanks. I thought I threw you a bone for a second here. Nah. Yeah. All right, well, and uh, <laughs> until next time. If there's a next time. Oh, there's going to be a next At least one more. I got one more episode. I'm gonna oh, do. yeah, DC. Yeah. yeah. So until next time, always remember to pop your culture. Mm. Top guys, out.